gonna make them an awfully gamble. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent, buy or stream the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Michael. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Welcome, one and all, to the best movies you've never seen. This is the podcast where we talk about movies that I, Stephen Fennick, have watched many, many times before. And I show them to my good friend Trevor Long, who has never seen them before. Trevor. I'm a loser. Another, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. You, look, what I love about this is that the, the alternate title for this podcast is Building Trevor's Movie Knowledge, <laughs> which is what we're doing Just slowly. Just a bit self-indulgent, so we brick, put that one to the side. Brick by brick. Well, I just noticed we, we, we haven't even come close to completing... All the movies that are featured in the intro. Yeah, we've got to, well, they're on the they're all on the list. They're on the list. Yeah. So that they will be coming. The list that I'm not privy to, by the way. That's right. I, I, I drip feed the list out to Trev each week. But this week, all I gotta all I gotta do, I think you can guess the movie just by this. that movie is. I've got to say, Rocky may have some of the most iconic movie, in my knowledge anyway, Yeah, movie music. Absolutely right. It was Bill Conti did the music. We'll talk more about that a bit later. But uh, it is it is one of those themes where it's it's like the Star Wars. If you heard the Star Wars, yeah. you think, oh, that's Star Wars. Star Wars yeah. You hear that, you think, that's Rocky. Yeah. And it's it's become uh, quite, quite, quite the piece of music over the years. Bill Conti, great, great work. Well, Rocky was released in 1976. So was I. There you have it. Same year as Rocky. That's amazing. Written by and starring Sylvester Stallone. Man, it's off. We'll talk more about him in a sec, but it was directed by John G. Avildsen, who also went on to direct The Karate Kid, and he came back and directed Rocky V as well down the track. Uh, he passed away in 2017, aged 81. Okay. Uh, after this, this, so this is this is a famous story of how Rocky came to be, and right. Sylvester Stallone was a down on his luck actor. I've got to say, yeah, these are my favourite parts of this. Is yes. 
the, the origin before the it. story yeah. even becomes a movie. There's so much to it. This has got a very colourful backstory in that regard because Stallone was uh, just a down and out struggling actor. This movie, I think, and he says it a bit later, that it really encapsulated his life at the time. He needed to take a shot. This was his shot. So the whole movie is essentially a metaphor for life. Absolutely right. Well, for wow. his for his life yes, anyway. His life, so yes. he was. So the producers Irwin Winkler and Robert Chartoff, when they became interested in the script, right? So you got to remember, Stallone is he's got nothing. He's got a hundred and six dollars in the bank. Doesn't own a car. Sold his dog to pay for his groceries, right? They, when they first were interested in the script, they offered him $350,000 for the rights. Wow. He turned it down. He wanted to star in the movie. That's how determined he was to be, because this was about out. him. It was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So he, this, this is how determined you he know, was. Sliding doors. You don't take the, you take the 350, you don't star in it, you become That's what? it. You just become the writer and nothing else. So yeah. he thought, well, this is the moment. I've got to step forward. So what, what they did, they agreed to him for him to star in the movie, but he had to accept a, had to be the writer, no fee for writing it, and he had to act. His acting fee was at scale, so bare minimum uh. to have that luxury because the studios, what they had in mind for the 350, they wanted, the, they said, right, here's your money. They were going to look at... Robert Redford, Ryan O'Neill, Burt Reynolds, James Kahn, the red-hot actors at wow, the time, right, yep. were going to offer them the role because Stallone was an unknown, right? So they said, right, if he wants to star in it, your budget's going to be $1 million. For the so whole they, movie? $1 million. And what happened, the, the budget they worked out was going to be $1.1 million. So the studio gave them a million, United Artists. Robert Chardoff and Irvin, Irvin Winkler, they mortgaged their houses for the extra 100000 for, for the project. So Stallone was inspired to write the screenplay. Remember, he watched the Chuck Wepner Muhammad Ali fight right. on March the 24th, 1975. And what had happened there, Wepner was a real uh, sort of trade tradesman-like fighter, nothing flash. Yep. No one expected him to last a couple of rounds against right. Ali. He went the distance. Even knocked Ali down in the ninth round. So everyone thinking, what the hell? So he was inspired by this unknown virtually taken on the champion and going the distance. That's interesting to go, rather than tracking this guy down and, and writing his story as a movie, let's just yeah. create a story yeah. that culminates in what I just witnessed. That's brilliant. That was it. They, and his nickname was the Bayonne Bleeder. They actually made a movie with um, Lee Schreiber. You know Ray Donovan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a movie called The Bleeder, and he plays this like Chuck Webner. It's a good movie, yeah. not a bad movie. And it's 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 promoted as being the 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 boxer who inspired Rocky. Right. That's that's the tagline for it. Now, according to Stallone, he said getting the movie made was a, a bit of luck uh, occurred here. So what happened, he had, he'd met with the producers, but he was auditioning for another role. Didn't get it. They asked him, he, he, he was turned down, and then Stallone mentioned that he's not only an actor, but he's also a writer, and he's working on this script. Yep. And then he mentioned, he goes, oh, look, let's, let's have a look at it. And that well, the script he was mentioning was Rocky. And they decided to, uh, they asked to read the script. Now, as I mentioned before, the inspiration Stallone got was his own frustration to make it as an actor. He yeah. was trying his hard. It, that was kind of the, that was the template for the movie, for yep. him, for, to how he wrote it. And as he explains, this is in his words, I took my story and injected it into the body of Rocky Balboa 
because no one, I felt, would be interested in listening to or watching or reading a story about a down-and-out struggling actor-writer. It just uh, it didn't conjure up waves of empathy, even from me. I was sure it wouldn't do it from an audience either. That's why True. I sort of made it yeah. a story of a boxer yeah. as well. Stallone wrote the script in three days. Well, after huh. watching that fight, he just smashed this out. Wow. But it went through numerous rewrites before it came to scream. Because his original, his original uh, plot for the movie was depicting Mickey, the, the trainer, as a racist and him throwing the fight because he didn't want to be a part of the professional boxing world. That was the original darker ending was him right. throwing the fight. Right. So that all changed, of course. So that's quite the story behind the making of it. Now, it. you have seen this, haven't seen it. What um, You have seen a long time ago. Now, because it came out when I was born, <clears throat> I have recollections of video stores. Yep. You know, VHS. Yes. Um, rentals of Rocky II, I, I would reckon. Yeah. And, and, and other Rockies. Um, I, I think we might have owned the, the VHS collection hey. at some point. Wow. Um, but, spoiler alert, having now watched it, yeah. uh, massive parts of this had no bearing on me. So yeah, right. I, I, I clearly know of the story, yes. Mm. Um, I recognised Apollo Creed in a recent movie we you watched. Did, you did, yeah, so, Predator, yeah, yeah. You know, this is, this is one of those movies you can't not know about, but yeah. I couldn't have written 10% of this. Yeah, right. My knowledge of it is... So you couldn't recall it? Yeah, right. No, yeah. Okay. Well, the, this was a movie was had a massive reception. So the, it was made on a shoestring and made massive was a massive success at the box office. Had 10 Oscar nominations. 10 of them. Wow. It won three. It oh. won Best Picture. Wow. It won Best Director for John G. Avildsen and Best Film Editing. Now, the other Ooh. nominees, right... A lot of people don't realise this. Stallone was nominated twice for Best Actor and Best Original Screenplay. Wow. Best Actor was won by Peter Finch, an Aussie actor. He won the... He was he died in posthumous award for his role in Network. Oh. Network's a famous, famous movie about a TV, TV news director. That's the movie where he, I think he's the famous line. He goes, I'm sick of death of this and I'm not going to take it anymore. It's one of those lines. Right. Um, Talia Shire was nominated for Best Actress. She, Adrian. Uh, Adrian, she was nominated. Uh, Faye Dunaway won for Network. Stallone lost the Best Original Screenplay to Paddy Chayefsky, who wrote the original screenplay for Network. Ugh. So Network was sweeping it, but Best Picture, Best Director went to Rocky. Wow. Burgess Meredith was also nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Burt Young, who Paulie, was also nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Jason Robards won for All the President's Men. So the quality of movies, mm, yeah, All the President's year. Men, Network, Rocky. Rocky to win Best Picture was a remarkable outcome. Um, it was also nominated for Best Sound and also Gonna Fly Now, the theme song, was nominated for Best Song and it didn't win either, would you believe? Isn't it interesting that you, I guess the Best Picture is phenomenal but he'd class that as Stallone's Oscar this is his movie this is his well best picture yeah, he was up on stage with the directors with, with the it's, producers it's his yeah. screenplay it's his absolutely yeah, right. incredible so even incredible. though he didn't win best actor which is obviously would have yeah, been would have been nice the whole movie yeah, did yeah. one of the things for his career yeah. as we know but absolutely. still massive to yeah. win that one what a start to a career like a man wow. like just set him off how old that. is he at this point he was I think 30 okay yeah yeah um, as as of like, so Stallone also here's a bit of history too Stallone remains the only, apart from Stallone and Charlie Chaplin, the only people in film history who were the sole writer of an original screenplay starred in the lead role 
and nominated for Oscars for Best Actor and Best Screenplay and Best Picture. That's phenomenal. Him and Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin's film, The Great Dictator, back in the in the twenties or thirties, I think it was. They were the only two people to do all of those things. Uh, Orson Welles would have been in that same category, but he didn't. He he co-wrote the screenplay of Citizen Kane. He didn't write right. it on his own. So that's pretty good company. Man. Orson Welles, Charlie Chaplin, Sylvester Stallone. Wow, pretty good. Needless to say, we're not doing any Chaplin movies well, on the no. show. No, Audio we're not. would be a struggle. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be pretty quiet that one. It's like the quiet place. It'd be yeah. very, very limited on, uh, on, uh, on audio. Well, this is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to get into the movie and spoil the hell out of it. You've, you've had forty years to watch this movie, so the uh, this is. <laughs> if you haven't seen Rocky, and I don't believe, can't believe it if you haven't. Although there may be some people who might have let it might went through to the keeper. You can watch it, of course, on Fetch. And I don't. Doesn't matter if you if you have seen it. If you don't. Have an instant recollect, recollection of it. Now's the time to rewatch it with us um, on Fetch. And you can do that just by simply asking Fetch. Just type Rocky. It'll come up quickly with a selection and allow you to uh, rent it directly from the Fetch movie store. Uh, in this case, I chose to buy it because then it stays in my Fetch movie library. The great thing about that is I can access all the movies I've bought just by hitting my stuff and my movies. And they're all there, all the movies that we've bought over the many years we've had a fetch box. And the great thing about fetch, by the way, is you can have multiple fetch boxes. Operate uh, a main fetch, maybe a fetch mighty in the in the lounge room where your antenna is and your recordings are. And then you can have a fetch mini in the bedroom or in the playroom or in the study, wherever it might be. And you can access the recordings, the free-to-air, everything without an antenna connection right from your Fetch Mini. There's so much you can do with a Fetch box. But, of course, movies at the heart of it all with thousands of movies available instantly to watch, rent, or buy. All righty. Well, you've now seen the movie. Yeah. So share your just initial impressions of Rocky. Um, it's a great movie, no doubt. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I was just blown away by how slow it is because yep. it's a real... You know, you've really brought along the journey. Mm. So for me, it felt slow, but I, I didn't regret that at the end of yep. the two hours. You know what I mean? Like yes. an hour in, I'm like, okay, let's pace this. Even half really? an hour in, I'm okay. like, let's go, people, let's yeah, go. Right. But okay, interesting. Th- when you get to the end, you realise that was the whole point, was to bring you on this journey, yeah. uh, as you've just described. We'll have we'll have the, not the debate, we'll have the the discussion of whether this is a boxing movie or a love story. Okay. okay. Well, that, we'll, we'll discuss that later. We'll, then. we'll have a. There's a little discussion there. I I I get the feeling, and I I know that you've done the tour. You'll talk about, but I, I feel like this was entirely on location. Yes, um, was, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine there was a single set built. It felt like even the apartment might have been, you know, a real apartment. But yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Um, it just felt like, and that's why the budget was was yeah. interesting to me. It's like it was you know, shot guerrilla style. They, yeah, they just there. went. There's a good apartment. There's a building. Yeah. You know, let's just do it. Um, I love that raw part of it. Yeah. It felt that added to it. I reckon it really did. So yeah. awesome. I loved it. It's a great story. I will talk about the end when we get to the okay. end. Okay, tweet me. What are you going to tweet on this one? Uh, I may not have seen it. You probably have, but it's definitely time to rewatch Rocky. Absolutely. Simple as that. Yeah. I saw this in the cinema as a kid. Yeah. My my older brothers, who were seven and eight years older than me at the yep. time were massive fans, so really? I went along with them to see it. Um, have loved all the sequels, of course. And I did do the Yo! Philly Rocky Tour yes. with a Rocky impersonator named Mike Kunda. And they made a film about Mike Kunda called The Pretender. And I'm in it. <laughs> so at the end of the movie, there's all these pictures of him with people on his tour, yeah. and I'm in one of them at the end of the movie. <laughs> so I'm thinking, that's me. 
So, uh, yeah, um, I'm a massive Rocky fan. In fact, I'm looking right now, Trevor. Yes. We're in my theatre, and I'm looking at yes. the, my framed, signed Rocky Two shorts. He yep. wears black and gold in Rocky Two, mm-hmm. and the belt up on my and, wall. So and I'm the a fan. Southpaw number plate. Giddy up. That's on top two. Yes, that's from Rocky Four. <laughs> Good eye, mate. Good when eye. I, that's I, my Rocky part of the theatre. Um, and we'll get to it in the, in the movie, but I'm so glad that when they were on the ice skating, he describes not just what a Southpaw is, but... The history of Why, it, yeah, because it's referenced so much, it's often actually, in Boston-style yeah. movies. But yeah, it's I just I've heard the term so much, I never knew what it yeah, meant. Yeah, right. He didn't quite get that right, but okay. we'll discuss that a bit later. Uh, let's let's move into the casting call. Sylvester Sloan, of course, stars as Rocky, but he was also in First Blood, which is the first of the Rambo films. Yep, uh, he was in all the Rocky sequels, of course. Creed came along. He was in two of those movies. Yeah, he was in Cliffhanger. Have you seen Cliffhanger? No. Good movie. Really, that's a really good movie. Mate, are Demolition we doing Rambo Man? at some point, by the way? Yeah, of course. That's something I've first, never seen. Well, but First Blood. Again. Is, first Blood is on the list. Okay. That's coming up soon. That was made okay. in 1981. Right, yeah. So this was uh, like right in the sort of when he sort of he shot to fame. Uh, he was also in Daylight. That's a really underrated good movie. Daylight with Stallone. Really? We'll do that as well. Really never good heard movie. of that. That's an awesome movie. It's a story about a the there's an explosion in one of the New York uh, tunnels that are going from Manhattan subway, to yeah. yeah so it's it's an underground like a, dro- a road tunnel there's an oh, explosion right. and they get trapped under there and he's got to he's got to get in and work work Ooh. get in a rescue okay awesome movie Talia Shire plays Adrian now did you know Talia Shire is actually Francis Ford Coppola's sister Francis Ford Coppola of the Godfather fame. He, she's in The you Godfather. You know what? There is a familiarity there. Yeah. Well, there's sis, brother, and sister. Yes. She was in The Godfather, Godfather Part 2, Godfather Part 3. She I'm, was in Rocky By the two. way, I'm Best Supporting Actress or whatever she's yeah, could be. Not, she that, was great. She's amazing she's in this. Re- she was nominated for Best Actress. Ah, yeah. amazing. Very good. She was in all the Rockies. She was in Rocky 2, 3, 4, and 5. Uh, she's Francis Ford Coppola's sister, uh, and she jumped at the chance of this movie. She wanted to get out of her brother's shadow. So she was in Godfather Part 1 and Part 2 before Rocky. She thought, I've got to do something different. I've got to get away from my brother and prove that I can really? get to do something on my own. <laughs> she accepted this role. I only got paid seven and a half grand for the role. What? And thought, I'm in. Yeah, and that's been become one of her iconic roles. She is also... She's. This was the Rocky was the third movie in five years that Talia Shire was in that was nominated and won Best Picture. What? She was in Godfather, won Best Picture. Godfather 2, Best Picture. Rocky, Best Picture. Talia so she's Shire. Talia Shire. I've actually met her. You know. It's just not a name, yeah. though, Yeah. that rings a bell. Yeah. Well, she's, has, she's not like, you know, a big biggest name actress, yeah, but she's quality. It's just amazing whatever you have someone who's such a great supporting actress. Yeah, absolutely. not really break out. There you have it. Burt Young plays Paulie. He was in all the Rocky sequels. He was also in Chinatown uh, and The Gambler with James Caan. Burgess Meredith, who plays Mickey. Right. He was in Rocky 2 oh, and Rocky 3. Yep. He was in some of the best Twilight Zone, original Twilight Zone episodes. There's a great episode of him when the, there's a, like a massive um, nuclear bomb goes off and the, the episode's called All the Time in the World. And he's thinking, finally, I've got time to read all my favourite books because the world's got, yep. he's the last man on earth. And as he's going to pick up his book, his glasses fall and break. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't read. That's a great episode. Uh, he was also, too, uh, the Penguin in the Batman series. Really? You know, the, you know, the, um, with Adam in West. The, in the, like the... TV show. TV yeah, the series. colour TV show. Oh, right. He was the Penguin wow. as well. Burgess Meredith. Handy actor, mate. Carl Weathers is Apollo Creed, who you recognise already. Yep. Rocky 2 is in Rocky 3, Rocky 4, the 
Predator, and he was in Star Wars show The Mandalorian. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're about to get into the run-through, but before we do that, let's talk to you about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. Now, a lot of people ask me, what TV should I buy and what size should I get? My answer to that is a Hisense 85-inch TV. They do sell 75-inch. That seems to be the new entry point now for people. But you know what? You're at 75. Get an just 85. Go 85. Come on. Just do it. Now, Hisense have some remarkable technology on board. Their ULED technology, that's quantum dot technology, that offers terrific picture quality. And we're talking 4K ultra-high definition. They also have 8K TVs, too, if you want to spend a little bit more money. But the 4K TVs are superb. But not only do they look amazing, they also sound great as well. They've got Dolby Atmos built in, and Dolby Atmos creates this virtual 3D surround sound, and it's all coming from the television. They also have the, the VDAR-U operating system. It's really important to be able to easily navigate the TV. You can do that quite well. Find your content, find Rocky, find all the movies you want to see, and watch it on that amazing 85-inch screen. But the best part, too, for a bit of peace of mind, you get a three-year warranty with all Hisense TVs. Three-year warranty. So you can buy with comfort, with your peace of mind, a Hisense 85-inch TV. Look what we say around here. Go big or go, go home. home. Check it out. Hisense.com.au. All right. Round one. Ready? Ding, ding, ding. Oh, come on. You didn't have a bell. <laughs> I should have, eh? Righto. Well, we start off. It's uh, The date says... November 25, 1975. I am just a few weeks yeah, away from not, being You're born. not even born yet. There you go. <laughs> and we see it's a... Oh, do you like the opening shot on was like a picture of Jesus and then it pulls out and then you see it's a boxing, boxing ring? Boxing ring. Yeah. And we see these two boxers sort of fighting or floating around and we notice that one is Rocky and he's fighting a guy named Spider Rico. It's real rough and tumble boxing. Like there's all it's crowds really, booing. They're throwing can, stuff in the ring. You can tell straight up it's not a prize fight. Yeah. It's very much a club fight. It reminded me of uh, Ray Donovan style. You know, it's it's yeah. clearly a fight club for, fight. for the gym. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Uh, and and yeah, you, you do get that impression that this is a you know pretty low quality yeah. kind well, of especially contest. Especially then when he gets head butted by Rico. Yeah. Well, that come, but I, I love the I love the bit when it's the, they have the first round and the bloke comes up and he goes, "Hey, you, hey, Rocky, you feel strong? I'm gonna have a bet." <laughs> he has a bet on him again. You feel strong? And he goes, "Yeah." And he has a bet. But you're right. Spider Rico comes out and uh, lays the butt on him. And what happens then? Rocky just goes nuts and just uh, just goes berserk and unleashes and knocks him out. Yes. So you you know that this bloke, when he wants to, he's got something there, which is a kind of interesting little yeah. snippet. Keep isn't that it? in mind. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. this movie on this watch, I actually picked up some things. I picked up not only that just I just appreciated the quality of the movie. Like everyone everyone dismisses this. I think sometimes as just a, a bonehead boxing movie. Yeah. There's actually there's 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 real great performances in it. And a good message in it, yeah. And so the I, message I think is it's great. The other it's thing I'd more. say about the pickups is, you know, the Jesus thing. Yeah, like they fast forward to Apollo Creed, big sign at the like it's yeah, it's kind of like the, so the first the first sort of thing, thing they show when when later mm. when Stallone goes to the ring is picture of Apollo, picture yeah. of Apollo, and wow. they come out. So wow. God complex. Uh, so we see uh, Rocky wins the fight. He uh, as he's walking out, didn't you love this when he goes? He asks the bloke, he bums the smoke off. He goes, "Hey, you got a smoke?" He gets the smoke. He goes, "Yeah, you can have this one." Then they're off in the in the dressing room, and then I think was it a woman yelling out, "You're a bum!" You know that? You're, you're a bum. You know that? Remember yeah. that? So the next thing, they're in the locker room, and it's the first time we see Sly put on his or Rocky, I should say, put on his robe, and we see for the first time. 
his name Italian, Italian stallion. stallion. Not in any beautiful embroidery. Clearly, no, it was something it that was, was homemade done job. It was homemade with a needle and thread. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a homemade job. But Rocky's nickname, the Italian Stallion, is a reference to his actual name, Sylvester Stallone. Stallone is an Italian for stallion. Stallion, yeah. yeah. Stallone, stallion. So the Italian Stallion. But then we find out uh, when the, when the guy comes in, we we find out uh, who gets what. Hey, you really got lucky tonight. Spider didn't lose his share. Forty dollars, less fifteen dollars. Locker and corner man, five dollars shower and towel, seven percent tax. Comes to seventeen twenty. You fought a good fight, Spider. Bob Bowie, you get winner's share. Sixty-five dollars, less fifteen dollars. Locker and corner man, five dollars shower and towel, and seven percent tax. Comes to forty fifty-five. When do I fight again? Maybe two weeks. Give me a call. The doctor should be in about twenty minutes. That was my favourite bit. It's like Rocky's just been headbutted. Yeah. He's got this big cut above his eye, and you know the guy's just taking money and giving money. And then it's like, but there is a doctor coming. You'll be yeah, good in twenty minutes. Yeah, but it kind of shows you too. He's sort of living paycheck to paycheck yeah. almost. Like, where do I fight again? Again, like, it's just reinforcing this is a club yeah. fight. He didn't make a million oh, of course. bucks. He made there. forty bucks. Yeah, but yeah, yeah in nineteen seventy six, that's what. But what also reinforces his yeah. passion. When do I? He's just been smashed yeah. in the head. Well, he's, he's earned just forty bucks, yeah. and now he's like, when do I fight again? When? What else? What else is this? Is do? how I make yeah. a living. So next thing we see is walking past the pet shop. So this is this. Uh, I've actually walked down this road. So you see the pet shop, and he, uh, I think he sees one of the dogs in the window. He starts whistling at it. We, we, the pet shop has some significance uh, in a moment, but um, he then he he walks past. So when he walks past the pet shop, did you notice? Then he walked past the gym, mighty mixed right. gym. So that was the gymnasium where he trains. So you know that they're the vicinity. They're they're quite close to each yep. other there. Um, and then he passes the singer on the corner. Mm-hmm. Now the singer on the corner is actually his brother, really? Frank Stallone, who's a singer. He's in Rocky One and Rocky Two, so he sort of has, that's his little cameo. You know, they're singing on the on the street yeah. corner. His brother Frank Stallone. <laughs> uh, next thing we see, and again illustrating sort of the sort of lifestyle he's yes. leading, his apartment, which is not the flashiest apartment. In no, the world, it's is it? uh, it's very much um, a mess. I, I put yeah, crappy apartment. Yeah, you put, you put, put. Uh, you put <laughs> a different word. But the <laughs> thing about the apartment, it's not just that it's old. Uh, and you know it's not like it's freshly painted, but it's yeah. just the state that he's left it in too. There's yeah. a it's messy. There's yeah. a there's a lack of care about yeah. him in the apartment as well. Yeah. So you can tell like he's a, he's not. It's not like he's a millionaire. You exactly. can tell from the the club fight. So immediately, like we're not even five minutes into the movie, you're sort of you're getting a picture yeah, yeah. of who he is. Uh, and then we see his pets, of course. He's got Cuff and Link, his two little uh, his turtles. And uh, Moby Dick, which is his goldfish. Yep. I love the line. He goes, "Look, if you guys could sing or dance, I wouldn't, wouldn't have, have to, to do, do this." this. Yeah. <laughs> and then he grabs the ice. Remember, out of the out of the fridge, the freezer. Yeah. And he goes, has the ice in his hand. That's going to melt real quick, you know. Exactly. Puts it up to his eyebrow that got he's cut. Next thing we see, he's at the pet shop. Now we saw him walk past the pet shop earlier, and he's in there to talk to Adrian. So <laughs> in the previous scene, right before you know he he was in the his, his apartment. Remember, he was rehearsing. The flies, the moss, and the in the turtle food. Yeah, that was kind of his rehearsal for his yes. chat with her. Yes, and he was working on uh, he was working on telling her a little joke. You know, the last turtle food I got here had more moss in it than flies. You know what I mean? These moss, they get caught in the turtle's throat right about here in his paw, right? And I gotta smack them on the back of the shell. What do you think they get? Huh? And they get what? Huh? What? Shell shot. Shell shot. It's good. 
It's in. I love this as one of those like I don't know how you describe it, but in in a in a screenplay sense, it's just this subplot underlying thing where he's trying to be funny with Adrian yeah. throughout the whole well, movie. He's, he's obviously interested in and, her, yeah. and it's just a beautiful thing. <laughs> she did you see the little Chelsea. smile? She sort yeah, of half smiled at it. And I'm telling you, to man, her, that's I reckon a massive laugh to yeah, see but, that on. But this is my point. It gets. This she is such a great actress yeah, in this genius, because yeah. that first scene you get that bare movement of the lip that's a smile yeah. and her transition is just phenomenal. Yeah, you see she's wearing glasses and a hat. She's not the most attractive looking woman no. in the world, do you? Um, but then remember you notice the dog when he she he yeah, sees big the dog, dog down yeah. in a little cage. Yeah, that dog was his dog in real life. He no. bought the dog. Remember back. I told you he sold the dog? He bought it back. He waited outside the place. He, I think it was a bottle shop or somewhere. He sold it, waited for the bloke to come back again the next day after he did his deal and bought the dog back. So no. that's Butkus. He bought he bought him back. Um, so he is... Um, he's kind of just... Try, try he's, to kinda, he's a little bit there. stalky here. He's, 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 yeah. you know, he's basically hanging around purely... To talk to Adrian, is it yeah. the other the other woman that works in the in the pet That's shop? That's her sister. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's her sister. That doesn't come middle. across at all yeah. because you know Paulie's obviously. Well, no, it's her sister or her. It was a. I thought it was a relative. Anyway, anyway. She, she's yeah. she's essentially she calls him Rockhead. She doesn't put up with Rocky. Um, <laughs> she's like she takes the food out of his hand, put it back in, the, and then he ends up walking out having not paid. Yeah, with the thing, it's for, just like the crime doesn't pay. Remember yeah. He says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> smart. Uh, so we get another insight into his life, and yeah. he's uh, he's on the docks, and I think he's joking around with his his mates, saying, "Oh, we're going to make a million dollars." And he spots he's the person who he has to collect from. Oh, where are you run? Hey! 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 Don't hit the face! Shut up! Not the face! Mr. Gazzo wants the two hundred now. Yeah? I'm broke. I'm trying to stick a half broke. Mr. Gazzo says I should get the two hundred or break your thumb. You understand? Please, huh? Please. What's your name again? Bob! Bob. Listen, Bob. Listen, Bob. You want to dance, you got to pay the man. You understand? You want to ball, you got to pay the man. Hey, I ain't emotionally involved, Bob. You understand? Give me some money. Yeah. Do you love how he offers him the coat? He goes, take the coat. He goes, no, yeah, the bloke's the like, I'll take your coat. Give me the, yeah. this has got to be worth something. He's like, I don't, yeah. I don't want, I just want the money. I'm here to do a job. Yeah. He literally actually basically says to him in, in pure words, I'm just here to do a job. I just need the money. Yeah. That's all I'm and here he for. He should have planned ahead, but he doesn't break his thumb. No, as he articulates to the to the bloke, he was meant to do. Yeah. He was instructed. To he do. goes, "I'll tape up the thumb." And yeah. then, yeah, the bloke's like, "I'll tape it up. I'll yeah. pretend it." And then yeah. that becomes relevant because straight away, Gazzo, which is obviously the yep. the boss that he's working for, is he picks him up yep. and he's talking about uh, someone else he has to collect for. Yeah, but do you like the driver? His driver was a real. He says, you get the license He's plate? a smart he goes, Yeah, he goes, what? Of the, of the truck that run over your face. Remember that place? Because <laughs> he'd, he'd been headbutted, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so he says, he tells him about the next collection. But then he gets out of the car. He goes, I want to I want to have a talk to Rocky. How come you didn't break this guy's thumb like I told you? Well, how do you know I didn't break it? You don't think I hear things? <laughs> did I give you a job this morning or I didn't? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So why didn't you break his thumb like I told you to? When you don't do what I tell you to do, you make me look bad, right? I figured, look... I figure if I break the guy's thumb, he gets laid off, right? He can't make Yeah, well, don't money. figure it. Let me do the figuring, okay, Rock? From here on, just let me do the figuring. You know? These guys think that we're running some kind of charity or something. They're going to get a flight. From here on in, do what I tell you to do because it's bad for my reputation. You understand? You got, you got it, Rock? I got it. Hey, how do you spell Del Rio? Get up in a dictionary, Rock. Come on. Yeah, I won't let that happen no more about the thumb. 
Hello. So long, meatbag. I should have broke your thumb. <laughs> <laughs> now, in that scene, did you notice in that scene when Gazzo was talking to him? Remember, he slides up against uh, Rocky's up against the fence, yeah. and he's sort of talking to him. He pulls out an uh, asthma spray. No, I didn't notice. You notice that he he puffs on the thing. Right. He actually mid sentence was having an asthma attack. Pulls out the inhaler. You watch it. He pulls it out and mid. Well, he's t- t- delivering his lines halfway. Takes a puff and keeps going. Yeah. That was him actually having an asthma attack. The director thought it looked really genuine and left it in. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it kind of yeah. gave the the, the yeah. look. Of it was fear. real. It was real. But see, it's an yeah. interesting scene because and it's establishment again of character, which is one of the things I, I love about this whole. Industry basically, yep. because if you watch enough, you know, gangster movies, you know yep. that not breaking the thumb is that's like, mate, you're yeah. out. Sign of weakness. Yeah. So yeah. Gazzo. So Rocky had a heart, in other words. Yeah, yeah. but also Gazzo had a heart because he didn't cut Rocky off at this point. Yeah. Like he could have just said, "Mate, you're." He could have killed done. him right then and gone. I mean, you didn't do what I wanted yeah, to yeah, have done, right? Done. Yeah, yeah. But so he gave he gave him essentially a second chance. Could have been his hundredth chance, but. It showed an emotional connection, I think, between Gazo and Rocky. Absolutely. Next thing we see is Rocky uh, back at the gym, mm. and he's out the front, and he goes, oh, hey, you heard you won. Everyone he goes, knows yeah, what yeah, happened at the uh, fight. Yeah, yeah, he goes, yeah, he did real good. You should have seen me, you keep saying. And um, he walks in, though, but his, his locker won't open, mm. and he's a little bit concerned, and he tries to unlock it and then discovers this. Hey, yo, Mike. Where's my lock? Whose stuff is this in my lock? Stepper stuff. It ain't your locker no more. Talking about ain't my lock. It's been my locker for six years. Where's my gear? Mickey told me to bag it, hang it. You put my stuff on Skid Row. I've been in that locker for six years, and you put my stuff in a bag on Skid Row. Mickey tells me what to do. I gotta do it, right, Rock? So, not the best <laughs> reception you he's get just, to the gym. He's just won a fight. Yeah. Comes back to the gym. I know again. What I love about this scene is. As a viewer, you're thinking he's coming back in like the champ, yeah, you know, for yeah. a club fight, back to his gym. He's <laughs> coming back. Yeah. He's coming back because he's all he's he's the. Well, shit, he's pumped. You know? He won the fight. That's he's right. pumped. Yeah, he's yeah. thinking everyone's going to be like, "Yeah, Rocky." Yeah. <laughs> he's come back and his locker's gone. Yeah. Like it's a great kind of switch on the head for it. Absolutely right. But then he says, "He goes, oh, where's Mickey?" And he goes, "Oh, he's working with Dipper, the bloke who took his locker." Yeah. And he says, "Oh, he's in a bad mood." He goes, "Oh, so am I." But then he goes out to chat to Mickey. Hell, what do you want? How you feeling today? What? I said, how you feeling? What are you, a doctor or something? What, you got problems today? Never mind my problem. What's your problem? My problem is I've been talking to your man Mike. I want to know how come I've been put out of my lock. Because Dipper needed it. Dipper's a contender. He's a climber. Do you know what you are? What? A tomato. Me? Yeah, <laughs> let's face it. I run a business here, not a goddamn soup kitchen. Did you fight last night? Yeah. Did you win? Yeah, I won K1 a second. Yeah, who'd you fight? Fight a Rico. <laughs> He's a bum. You think everybody I fight is a bum? Well, ain't they? You got heart, but you fight like a goddamn ape. Nothing special about you, you never got your nose busted. Well, leave it that way. Nice and pretty and what's left of your mind. That's the first, well, the kind of second reference to he, he's got ability. He's got ability, but he's a bum. Yeah, so when, when he was fighting, like when, when he got butted, he kind of beast mode activated and he won easy. Yeah. Here's the first, another indicator that if you, 
you you got what it takes, but you you said you fight like an ape. You got heart, but you fight like an ape. Yeah. So you know in the back of your mind, this bloke, there's something there, but he just hasn't uh, hasn't done it. Mickey said, "Mate, you've lost your locker because there's a bloke here that actually yeah, that's better. That's he's going to deliver. You could have delivered, you didn't. Yeah, uh, true. Uh, I like it when he walks away too, and he says, "Oh, ever think you're retiring, kid?" He goes, "No." He goes, "Think about it." And yeah. then when he's walking away, Dipper goes, "I dig your locker, man." Remember from the from the, like <laughs> smart ass. So yeah, um, he's back over at the pet shop again. It's now night time. Yeah, and he's asking Adrian for a date. He's, yeah, he says, "Oh, there's a game at the Spectrum, which is where he actually fights in Rocky Two, the Philadelphia Spectrum <laughs> in Rocky Two." But he uh, he offers to walk her home. He explains how he lost his locker. Yeah, he's trying to bond with her, and he said he's, he can't. He's, it's like he can't get through to her. Hey, like he's yeah. I mean, he's doing his best. She, this is can't the moment where you don't have no understanding of what's going on here yeah. with this relationship because obviously he's into her. Yeah, she's this ridiculously quiet girl. Yeah, shy and yeah. But there's something there. Yeah, I like how he says, "I'm going to make up a joke for you, and I'm going to tell it to you tomorrow." Which again is that? <laughs> that's that line. It's like yeah. every time these two are in a scene, have we got this line filled? Yeah, yeah, yeah we do. That's good. Uh, so after he's at the pet shop, he heads over to the Lucky Seven Tavern. Did you like how he picked up the drunk from outside? In, in, he, there's a bloke un, like half uh, half unconscious outside. He picks him up over his shoulder and puts him back and seats him next to some other bloke. Didn't notice that. He goes, "Yeah, lefty, this bloke Fred for you." <laughs> and then he goes into the bathroom and sees Paulie, and he says, "Mate, every day I see your sister. Every day she gives me the shoulder." He goes, "What do I got to do? I have to have a Cadillac to connect with your sister?" But Paulie, uh, Paulie's uh, upset because someone broke the mirror, and he's he's uh, you can tell or immediately he's kind of a grouchy, grumpy sort of bloke. Yeah. Um, but then that this is the first point too, where you find out he, about he's just tired of where he's working. And he asks about Gazzo. He says, "Look, do you reckon have you talked about Gazzo for me yeah. for, to collect?" Yeah. And this is the first of many times. First he asks time you realise Paulie yeah. want yeah. Paulie needs he needs a, a change job. of career. It, yeah. it does, it's not like. It's not like it's a money thing though with Paul yeah. because he's got a job. Yes, it's it's I, what he does. I'm sick he works of what the meat, I do. The meat you plant, find which out, yeah, he we works see in later. Meat but but this is the mm. first time that he sort of puts pressure on Rocky. So look, ask can you I tell Gazzo about? So I don't me? think he's hiring. Yeah, he's not hiring right now. Yeah, it's not like he probably puts. But, but out. he also then yeah. this is where Paul says come over for Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. He basically come over, says come bird. over. Yeah. Um, you know, he's talking about age. Come over and see Adrian. She'll cook dinner. You know, it's that kind of conversation. Yeah. And then he takes off, and remember, he's, he grabs the beer and takes off, and Rocky hears, hey, the bartender goes, don't worry, I'll pay for it. And then we see on the TV, um, we see um, Apollo, Apollo Creed. So he's he says, like, I think that he was t- t- talking about, you know, this, the bartender, and they're having a conversation. He goes, oh, he goes, look at this, the world champion's a jig clown. He goes, you call an Apollo Creed a jig clown? Like, Rocky was offended, sort of thing. And yeah. this bloke take his, took his base shot, become champion. And then he, he turns to Rocky, remember, and says, look, if you're not happy with your life, that's your problem. I've, I've got a business to run. And so Rocky gets offended almost, you yeah. know, to think, well, stick this in your business, and he, he walks out. Which is essentially Rocky showing that at his core, he's a boxer. Yeah. Because he's essentially and, and, defending and the world champion. idolising yes. Apollo Creed. Yes. So which it also, also gives, comes into play. It also gives very clear identification to Apollo Creed as an, uh, yeah. uh, an elite world champion well-known. Now, this next scene, this is a funny little scene too, when he's walking back from the bar, he sees on the street corner, I think his friend's sister, yes. Marie. And and they ask all the people there, they said, oh, can you buy buy some wine? He goes, no, no, no wine. Like, you know, they're underage. They yeah. wanted him to buy wine. They look like 16. Yeah. And uh, he goes, does your, does your brother know you're out this late? And then she starts swearing at him. He goes, don't talk. She, she, he, drags he drags her, her away. away. He goes, come out here. And then he starts lecturing her about, you know, you're... 
you know, about you, know, you can have a reputation and and uh, he's offering all this advice. He's talking the whole way home, and uh, he he's telling her, you know, look, I'm going to use a bad word here, like whore. You act yeah. like a whore, you might turn into one. And uh, he he does he offers the advice, but the reception he gets is a little unexpected. I hope you ain't going to What was I going to say? You hope I don't keep acting like a whore, I'll turn into one, right? Yeah, something like that. Night, Rocky. Night, Marie. Take care, you know? Hey, Rocky. Yo. Screw you, creepo. He's also, kind of, by the way, no language confident. warning in this because it's it was not very clean, it was not, clean yeah, film in that no sense, swearing, isn't it? Yeah, no swearing at all. So your your could kids e- could watch but it. Could easily have been absolutely. Again, yeah. Again, I think, I think that helped. That that makes it better. Correct. Not having that. I think yeah. it's the. I mean, it's one of it's like stand up comedy. You know, yeah. it can be done without it. Yeah. But sometimes look, it look, looks. It sometimes it's better with it. This is just well, a great movie that didn't. You're need either it. like Eddie Murphy, who yeah. has a lot of swearing, or, or Jerry Seinfeld, who has none. Yeah. So this is kind of the Jerry Seinfeld. Both great version. comedians. Yeah. And and nothing just different against style. Either, just different style. Very but good also point. different audience. So very, very this good it, point. It, it expands the audience, broadens broadens the audience, and I think makes it a bit more relatable too. Yep. Now this is the next scene is the first time we see Apollo Creed. Yeah. And I think he says uh the first words out of his mouth are, are the doctor's reports confirmed. Mm. And we find out that Mackley Green, his opponent, has broken his hand. So he's got this, what we originally saw on the TV, and now we, we know he's got this big world title. He's yep. putting his belt on the line yep. for a big fight. In Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, in Philadelphia. But now they've found out the opponent is injured. Broken his hand. And essentially what you get the sense of here is it's like, we're not postponing this thing. We've invested, like one of the blokes in the back goes, he's, he's, he's invested yeah. millions, of t- millions of dollars worth of uh, you know promotional yep. time. This fight has to go on. That's and, what. That's the message. And he, and he was sort of even Miles Jerkins, the promoter, says, "Look, I've I've busted my butt over this fight. I've promoted all these things. I don't know what you want." He goes, "Tell tell me what you want." Without a ranked contender, what this fight is going to need is a novelty. This is the land of opportunity, right? So Apollo Creed on January first gives a local underdog fighter an opportunity, a snow white underdog, and I'm going to put his face on this poster with me. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm sentimental. And a lot of other people in this country are just as sentimental and there's nothing they'd like better than to see Apollo Creed give a local Philadelphia boy a shot at the greatest title in the world on this country's biggest birthday. Now that's the way I see it. And that's the way it's gonna be. Apollo, I like it. It's very American. No, Jurgens. It's very smart. <laughs> That's a creepy laugh, don't you reckon? Yeah, creepy laugh. So. Miles, Miles laughing. Uh, so uh, cut to Rocky being dropped off by Gazzo. So he's done another other collecting and he's getting instructions on the next day's take. But he hears about Adrian. He goes, how did you know? He goes, uh, he thinks Again, a lot of canaries the, on the dock. He knows everything. Second time he, yeah. he says, mate, I know everything. Yeah, but the buddy, the driver though, Remember the bloke from the yeah. scene where we got through to broken your thumb? He pipes up as well. I'm going over Paulie's sister. Hey, Rob. What? Hey, she's retarded. She ain't retarded, she's shy, you know? I'll tell you what to do. Take her to the zoo. I hear retards like the zoo. Hey, this bum got to say that. All right, back it up, buddy. I'm calling back you a bum. Okay, relax, relax. But he's in a bad mood. It's his process. Oh, he's always in a bad mood. You know, you ought to count your blessings, buddy. You're still a healthy person. You know that? I don't like your face. I don't like your zeal. Kiss my ass. I'm off your shoulders. Relax, relax, relax. My ears. What are you driving me crazy? Both ears. 
But he doesn't like you. Yeah. Now, some guys, they just hate for no reason. Gabish? Yeah. Come here. It's 50 bucks. You and your girl, Adrian, you have a nice time. Yeah? Thanks. Hey, how'd you know her name? You don't think I hear things? <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. has everything. Hey, Rob. What? Remember what I told you. What'd you tell me? Take her to the zoo. Come on! <laughs> That's, uh... He's, he just doesn't like that bloke. That's it's, like just, it's just a great little extra chari- character oh, that just adds a bit great. of fl- yeah. flavour to the whole yeah. thing, right? Um, and I loved you. Do you love the fact how? Remember in the when the first scene is in the car with Gazzo and he he sort of hands him the cash and he grabs the cash and stashes it. And in mm. this case, here's fifty bucks. He grabs it, puts it in his pocket real quick. You think, yeah, very protected. This bloke, well, I'll take the money, not a problem. Yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, next thing we see is. We're back in the promoter's office. Back in office. the promoter's office. And, and I love this looking because, for fighters. because you yeah. get there real Suggesting quick. Suggesting fighters, we're, yeah. we're straight back to it. No yeah, need to yeah. drag this out. Yeah. So they're looking for, because Mackley Green is out, and they, they name a few and other I think, people. I think the, yeah. the Apollo Creed is actually looking through. He's looking through a book. A book. Yeah. So... He's he's sort of finding at photos he, of he, fighters. They're suggesting names of and fighters. He goes, no, he's boring. He's old. All this stuff. But then we hear this. Exactly what are you looking for, Apollo? This is what I'm looking for. The Italian stallion. Rocky Balboa. Never heard of him. Look, it's the name, man. The Italian stallion. The media will eat it up. Now, who discovered America? Italian, right? What would be better than to get it on with one of his descendants? He's a southpaw. I don't want you messing around with southpaws. I need to do everything back. Southpaw, nothing. I'll drop him in three. Apollo Creed meets the Italian Stallion. <laughs> Sounds like a damn monster movie. <laughs> it's a good line. And again, nice little... It's like there's all little things you've got to put, put to the side. So you've got to drop him in three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he thinks is going to happen. Yeah. And that, that comes into play a little bit later. There's some, something else that happens, and you hear him talking in the background, but we'll get to that. Next thing is Thanksgiving. And once again, Paulie and Rocky are walking home. He asks about Gazzo one more time. He goes, yeah, oh, I, don't ask, again, I won't yeah. ask twice. Okay. So he goes, can you just forget about Gazzo? And so he puts that to one side. And he goes, so what does you do you see? Is it a big turkey? And he goes, yeah, yeah, big turkey. Don't worry. And he sees Marie on the corner again. Mm. Remember the girl that says, screw yeah, you, creeper? Yeah, yeah. He looks and sees her on the corner. Doesn't say nothing. They keep walking home. Um, and, and Rocky's asking. He goes, your sister know I'm coming? He goes, yeah, yeah. He she's very excited. Yeah, he yeah. keeps saying that. Adrian knows I'm coming. She knows I'm coming. And yeah. Paulie keeps saying she's very excited. She loves, she's excited. She's good to see, looking forward to seeing you. But yeah, she didn't know he, he was coming. But uh, when he does get there, they have. It is Thanksgiving after all. He's got, he's a, got big a big turkey, turkey wing leg. in his hand, and, and <laughs> she runs off into the bedroom. She's in a bedroom, yeah. and he and he and he has to talk to her through the door, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, Paulie like like Paul pushes him. She's going to talk to her. Yeah. This is the first time, and I'm going to say right now. I'll bring this up right now. He goes to the door, knocks on the door, and he says, "Yo, Adrian." He does. It's me, Rocky. Yeah. 
And I, at that moment, I went, I got okay, you, Stephen. No, no. When I will, in your defence, yes. I the the iconic line Yo Adrian yeah. is not in this movie. He's in Rocky too when he Correct. wins the title, right? But he but does say Yo he Adrian says it like a few three times. times yeah. But the iconic Yo Adrian yeah, is from not Rocky too. Yeah. yeah, but I I do concede that you uh, there was yeah, a few Yo Adrians in this movie. Um. Anyway, she just she decides uh, she opens up the door. He's talking to her through it's the door. It's kind of cute. Yeah. he's just standing there, a little tiny. Here's this big, <laughs> tall, muscly boxer standing near the coy. Near the uh, you know, five metres, four metres from his best mate and with his sister in the room and he's just little tiny knock on the door and, and trying to he's trying to chatter up basically using jokes. But his Through the door. brother's right there. I, like it, so. I guess I've never had a conversation with no door before. <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's funny. And then uh, Paulie's saying, yeah, keep going. Funny stuff, do that. The funny stuff. She opens up the door and she's dressed. Like, and then you see Ready to go Rocky's out. expression. She walks ahead of him and his expression is like, okay, we're going, we're doing this. And they get out the door. Which, and, which uh, is her first... Middle finger to Paulie, like that's a that's a big yeah. reaction to Paulie throwing the turkey out the window. Well, that, but I think it was kind of she was forced into this. Like she was, if 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 they had a said, if he had a said, like okay, okay, let's just have turkey here, that would have been just them together. No, no well, progress. I, I, for Rocky. I get you. Yeah. Uh, it's it's that also. But it, but if you turn it on its head and go, what if she stayed, and Rocky left, yeah. Paulie would have demanded dinner. Yeah, and like. It, yeah, you know, well, she would have had to do that for him. So yeah, she it's her way of saying, Paul, yeah. you're on your own for yeah, this dinner. That's right. It's Thanksgiving, well, you're on your own. And she, when they get out the door, um, she was saying to guys, but it's Thanksgiving. And she said, he said, what do you guess to me? It's Thursday. <laughs> yes, yeah. he, Thanksgiving obviously doesn't mean yeah, much to yeah. you. So the next thing we see, uh, remember you asked Paul, he goes, what does she like to do? He goes, oh, she likes to ice skate. So the next thing we see, they're walking into the rink. Ice rink, yeah. Okay. And it's remember, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's closed. There's a Zamboni out on the body. I like how the guy says, the Rocky says, oh, I think we're early or something. <laughs> right? Now, here's the thing, right? This scene was written to have 300 extras in it. Right? But the, the production was so low, they were, the budget was so tight, they couldn't afford having that many extras. Wow. So they decided, when, when, when Sly turned up to shoot, to shoot, right, he said, why don't we... Why don't we turn it around? So he he threw together the scene of the use that we saw, kind of on the spot. So he wow. says, right, well, if there's no one here, we need to. It's Thanksgiving. Remember, he says, oh, 10 minutes, ten bucks. Remember, they get on the ice and negotiate it. So yeah. them being on the ice alone actually was actually one of the best scenes in the movie. I agree. It yeah. worked out really well. They're by well, themselves. There's no distractions. But but it's, it's so. It this begins the debate about mock boxing versus romance because the romantic nature. Of Sylvester of Rocky, paying what is a large amount of money at the time? Ten bucks, yeah. Maybe right. he tried to negotiate. He yeah. has eight, eight. Ended bucks. up ended up at nine bucks. No, it was ten it? bucks. No, he has ten. He oh, goes, okay. you got the ice to yourself. Yeah. So he he pays ten bucks for ten minutes, <laughs> but he doesn't even skate. Yeah, he's out there slipping around. He's on his shoes, yeah. doing his best on his shoes. Yeah, which is just basically. Well, she asked him too. He goes, "You're not skating." He goes, no, no, I haven't skated which since is, I was fifteen. Which is her. That's her first sight. That he, this guy's going a long way for me. I thought it yeah. was a that was really nice. nice little moment. That was nice, and uh, I love the conversation. He and he tells her uh, about his fighting. See, all I wanted to do out of fight was prove I was no bum that I had to stop to make a good pro. You know. You never got the chance. Oh, hey, you know I ain't crying about it because I still fight. I kind of do it like a hobby. See, I tell you what the trouble is. You see, I'm a southpaw. It's a southpaw. Oh, southpaw means you're left-handed, and southpaw throws your timing off. You see. Other guys throws the time and all makes them look awkward. Nobody wants to look awkward. So the 
the story he told about you know fighting, he still like a, still fights like a hobby. Yeah. The story he told about the southpaw, he says, look, this per- person was facing south. They're left-handed. Their arm was facing south. That's kind of roughly where the southpaw term came from. I'll reserve for later the actual out the the, the, ter- the term for it. Uh, I want to save that one. But what what he does mention too, he says, look. Uh, you know, explains about why he continues to fight and what type of fighter he is. I'll tell you, you can see I ain't too graceful, you know what I mean? I don't move well. But I'll tell you, I can really swat, you know what I mean? I can really hit hard. But I'm a southpaw, nobody wants to fight no southpaw, you know what I mean? So that's another indicator, okay? So the first indicator was beast mode, he can perform when he has to. Mm. Indicator two was he's got talent, but he fights like an ape. Indicator three, he goes, I can hit hard. He could swat. Maybe he goes, I can swat. I can really hit hard. So there's three little indicators to sort of say, well, this bloke, he's got these little be tick, tick in the boxes. He's got something. Um, next thing they're talking about is how, you know, how he was, his father encouraged him to use his body because he doesn't have much of a brain. My old man, it was never too smart. He says to me, you weren't born much of a brain, you know, so uh, you better start using your body, right? So I've become a fighter. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why you? Why you left? My mother, she said, the opposite thing. What she say? What she say? The opposite. She said you weren't born much of a body, so you better develop your brain. Did she say that? You, time. <laughs> Do you remember that whole scene? He was counting out he's the count, minutes. Count, Seven minutes. And, but, but the great thing was it wasn't acknowledged by the two of them. It was just yeah. kind of rolls with the eyes. Or Rocky looked at you. Frustrating right looks yeah. from Rocky. It was yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. So after they're skating, they're off to his apartment. So they're walking home and they're talking about, look, it doesn't... This, this to yeah. me is a uh, is an interesting bit, you know, because he, he he's quite up front. He... Talks to me. To, he acknowledges she's shy. Yeah. Like he, it's like like he's saying, "I see who you are. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I don't have a problem with that." Yep. Like I think it's a really, yeah. really big thing for a bloke to say at any point in a yeah. relationship, let alone when he's doing his best. Right. I like how he says, "Yes, you're shy. I'm dumb. We make a sharp couple of coconuts." But they get back to his apartment, mm. and um, this is, uh, I think, where he tells her, "He goes like sixty four fights. I've never broken my nose." Yeah. And uh, I'm, proud he's, of that. I'm very proud of that. Yeah. And and. Um, and yeah. This though, there, I felt I felt very awkward at this scene. Yeah. I think you were like, meant to. Yeah, you were, you were right? Meant to, yeah. Because it felt like to fast forward to twenty twenty, yeah. and it's a really pushy bloke inviting woman up to his apartment on their first date kind yeah. of scene. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was a big. He, he was swinging for the fences here. I think Rocky. He was thinking, well, uh, what I, do you do? I, 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 as soon as the scene was over, I went. I don't think he was ever trying to, you know, take it to third base. I just no. think he had nowhere else to go and yeah. he wanted I think he wanted Whatever, her to see Thanksgiving, everything's shut. He's, yeah, he's like, I want to see the pets. She's like, yeah. I sold you the pets. Yeah, right. See the turtles. <laughs> she goes, I sold you the turtles. Yeah. So I it, like how he says, look, she says to him, I've got to go. He goes, I've got to go too. I've got to go to the bathroom. And they, they end up, uh, he says, oh, look at this face. They should put this face on a stair. You can trust this face. And uh, anyway, they head on in. Uh, he shows her the animals. He has, like, like you said, I sold them to you. Um... She's saying, look, I, I don't feel comfortable. I'm not comfortable. Yeah. Um, Again, this you know, whole thing is uncomfortable. Yeah, like he, I've never been to a man's apartment before. There's a point where she's trying yeah, to leave said, and he, he, says, he puts yeah. his arms either says, side of her. I've, I've got to go. I should go. Don't go, please. Don't, don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go. Do me a favour. What? You take off these glasses. 
my size. No. Do me another favor. Just take off that hat. I always knew you was pretty. Don't tease me. Tease me. Love the music in this. I was just going to say, <laughs> it's like unreal. it's basically like having Barry White in the background. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it's very similar. I right? like you guys. Look, I want to kiss you. You don't have to kiss me if you don't want to. But I want to kiss you. Yeah. It was, it's again. That was a really awkward scene as a as a awkward person around such scenes. Yes, because um, it's like, can I take off these glasses? Can I take off this hat? Yeah. I'm like, dude, where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? This it's funny. This scene, um, yeah, they were obviously kissing, right? It was not scripted how it was shot. Oh. Apparently, Talia Shire had the flu, and she was worried about giving it to Sylvester Stallone. So that her hesit her hesitation is real. She's thinking, if I just fully launch into this, I'm going to give him the flu. So that was her the her hesitation. Were thinking, oh look, that actually improved the scene. I reckon. Wow. And um, so it's another another just sort of captured something there because she had the flu. Yeah, was different to how it was originally written, and it turned out better. Yeah, just one of many examples in this movie. Uh, next day, uh, Rocky's back at the gym, and he's walking in, and, and the bloke out the front goes, oh, "Mickey wants to see." You. He goes, "Well, me? What?" Yeah, and after he, everything they've yeah. just been through, <laughs> and he said, "What? You you want to see me?" And then he he, he finally goes up and sees him. Hey, you got something for me? Yeah, there was some guy here from Miles Juergens looking for you. They need sparring partners for Apollo Creed. Put me on. There's a car. What was it here? About an hour ago. They'll probably look for sparring partners for Creed, you know? I said that before, you dumb dago! <laughs> you know, I've been coming in for six years, and six years you've been sticking it to me. I want to know how come. You don't want to know. Yeah, I want to know how come. You want to know? I want to know how! Okay, I'm going to tell you. Because you had the talent to become a good fighter. And instead of that, you became a leg breaker to some cheap second-rate loan shark. To living? It's a waste of life. Indicator number four. You Mickey have the had, talent. He had the rap on him to have to be a good fighter. Yeah, and he decided to be a to be a collector rather than focusing on the fighting. It's a living. Yeah. I mean, it's a, a waste of life. Live. It's a waste of life. He's got to live. He can't make just, a living. See, this is a great moment that's because the, we've, that's the whole it's been dilemma. Set up isn't it? For us, he earns forty bucks if he wins. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And yet Mickey wants him to be a fighter, and it's like, mate, I can't. Like, I'm earning forty bucks every yeah, how many months or weeks do you fight? But don't you reckon this is another layer to the character, the whole story yeah. arc? It's just so well done. But again, go back to the start, yeah. and you know the Sylvester Stallone story. Yeah. And you can imagine all of the knockbacks um, as an actor. Yeah. Yet there's probably someone that believed in him, um, you know, yeah. but had to. It, takes, eh? it had to put their focus in someone else because there was, yeah. you know, like there's all the. It's the same things. It's he's Absolutely spot on. Right. The same things could happen in any profession, frankly, yep. but it just doesn't have the same emotion without the, you know, the 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 sporting contest, which makes Absolutely. this what it is. Absolutely. Um, next scene is at Miles Jerkins' office. Yeah, and I love how he walks in and his hands are the cut. He goes, oh, you're right. You must be Mr. Rocky Balboa. Mm. And then I uh, guess Mr. Jerkins is expecting you. And he's like, and then he the card goes, back? I want the card back. 
<laughs> he goes, I wanted proof, you know, that I was here. Um, and he walks in, and, and his impression of the sparring is, look, you know what? I know you're looking for sparring partners, and, you know, I, one thing about that, I'll never take no cheap shots, and, and he's sort of talking about it. He's he goes, selling no. himself as a sparring partner for Apollo Creed. Yeah. You don't understand me, Rocky. My proposition's this. Would you be interested in fighting Apollo Creed for the World Heavyweight Championship? No. <laughs> he Mr. says no. Rocky. Apollo's seen you fight. He likes you. He wants to fight you. Well, it's just that you see, uh, I fight in clubs, you know. I'm really a ham and egg. This guy, he's the best, and uh, it wouldn't be such a good fight. But th- thank you very much, you know. I appreciate it. Man. Rocky, do you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. Apollo Creed does. And he's going to prove it to the whole world by giving an unknown a shot at the title. And that unknown is you. He picked you, Rocky. Rocky, it's the chance of a lifetime. You can't pass it by. Mm. Quite an offer. Quite an offer. But we don't know, so we don't hear his answer. So we don't, Rocky says nothing at at that time. But again, I know I only just referenced it, but the whole Rocky, uh, Sylvester Stallone story. Yeah. You know, the whole immediate no, how quickly he said that. Yeah. Imagine that was how quick he said no to not being the actor in Rocky. Yeah. You know, when when the producers Ooh, said to him, right. no, uh, no, no we'll, we'll give you money for the script, but you can't no, act in it, he'd be like, no, nah. no way. Same yeah. reaction. Yeah, true, true. Um, but even though we don't, we hear don't get his an answer, we don't hear his answer. The very next scene is a, is on the TV. We see the TV press conference and Apollo Creed sort of holding court with the reporters, talking about um, uh, the fight, and he's in, he's in. He's at Paulie's place. Watching it with Adrian. With Adrian. And it's at this moment you realise, okay, well, they're officially together now because they're sitting on the couch together. And he's accepted the fight. Yes. So they're in here. Uh, They mentioned, too, that his payout's going to be $150,000, remember? Mm. And they're about, they want to get him off. They're they're talking to him and they want to get him off. And he goes, but um, I want to say hi to my girlfriend. Thank you, Rocky. Oh, wait, wait. I just want to say hi to my girlfriend, okay? Uh, Yo, Adrian. Another young Adrian. Rocky. Look at this. He's blowing up. They're pushing him away and he's blowing up. Yeah, it's great. And then I think Paulie pipes up. He goes, they're making, they're making you look like a fool. He goes, they're taking cheap shots. He goes, it does, doesn't bother me none. Don't worry about it. He doesn't care. And they're talking about um, Paulie then offers to help. He goes, you know, don't you need someone to help yep, you with yep. the towels and making sure you got what you need? He's yep. sort of angling for a job, right? Um, and he's, and I love Rocky's response. He goes, mate, who cared for me yesterday? No one. I'm going to train myself. I'll be fine. Um, and then Paulie's off looking for pretzels and blowing up. But then he, when Adrian walks him outside, there was one, did you notice this bit where he's walking, That they've said goodbye, he's given a kiss, and he's sort of walking, he's close to the camera, and she's in the background, and he says, remember before when I said that didn't bother me none? He says it did. It did, did. He was upset by what happened on the TV. Yeah. So, again, he's sort of thinking. Which well, again, you know, yeah, that's him opening up a strong emotional connection with Adrian yeah, that he doesn't of, want to have with Paulie. Yeah, Paulie's a that's mate. True, yeah, I'm not going to have that conversation with you. But yeah. he's he'll share he's, his emotions with exactly. Adrian, that's yeah, how yeah. close they are already. No, that's good. That's a very good point. Um, next thing we see, Gazzo offering him 500 for training expenses. Yeah. Remember, he goes, "Yeah, put this in your glove. 500 large," um, and. He 
Did you notice this when he said he runs over to the car and he goes, well, he goes are you going to be there? He goes, oh, mate, I'll be ringside. But did you notice that the bloke in the car, his driver, didn't, didn't say anything. nothing, didn't insult him. He said, this bloke's going to be a big yeah. shot. He says nothing now. Yeah. Um, next thing we see, Mickey walking up the stairs to his apartment. Yeah. So he knows the deal. He's heard that Rocky's getting this shot. Uh, he walks into the apartment, Rocky answers the door, and he sort of basically explains to him, he goes, look, uh, all this stuff that happened to me, I don't want to happen to you, I want to be your manager. You know, you, you, what happened to you is freak luck. Remember, he goes, you got a shot at the title. And he goes, yeah, freak luck's a funny thing. And mm. he's sort of ex- trying to give him his resume. He'd been fighting for 50 years, shows him his scars and all that. <laughs> is, isn't there? Rocky not interested, though. Yeah, he references the fact that he doesn't have a locker. Yes, well, that's he right. Just, he goes, mate, you got heart. Remember, he sees a Rocky Marciano poster. He says, oh, you kind of remind me of The Rock. He goes, he goes, you got heart like him. And that's what he says. He goes, yeah. Yeah, I've got heart, but I've got no no locker, have I? Which is like a verbal uppercut. Well, that's that's kind of, mate, I don't blame him. No, absolutely. He got, he got that's kicked exactly out of his locker. It, yeah. So he tells him, he goes, you know, the fight is set. You know, I, I don't really need your help. I've got pain and I've got experience. Well, i got pain I've got experience too. Listen, kid. Hey, look, hey, Mick. What? I need your help about 10 years ago, right? 10 years ago? Right. You never helped me, no. You didn't care. Well, if you wanted help, I say, if you wanted help, why didn't you ask? Why didn't you just ask me, kid? Look, I asked, but you never heard nothing. So there's some mm. uh, there's some bad blood there, not just from the low losing the locker. No. So 10 years ago, something happened. He probably wanted, wanted to train him or something. He says, yep. nah, stuff you. So that was kind of another moment in his career where... It could have gone different. Um, but what we see, did you see this bit where Mickey walks out the door? He, he opens the door, realises he's left his hat. The door closes and Rocky thinks he's left. And he, he walks out of the door then walks back in again, realising he's there. Mickey looks at him and goes, yeah, right, you don't want to talk to me. So he leaves. Yeah. And when this, I reckon, this, this bit here is probably, this is Rocky sort of just getting it out of his system, his frustration with everything that's going on in his life. Oh, I'll forget you. You're 10 years ago in my house. Oh, what's the matter? You don't like my house? My house stinks? That's right, it stinks! I ain't had no favors from you. Don't fall around me. Fuck, like you're prime. What about my prime, Mick? At least you had a prime. I ain't had no prime, I ain't had nothing. Legs are going, everything is going, no one's getting no nothing. Guy comes up offers me a fight. Big deal. Want to fight the fight? Yeah, I'll fight the big fight. I wouldn't want to fight that big fight. It was going to happen to me. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. And you want to be ringside and see it? Do you? You want to help me out? Help? Do you want to see me get my face checked in? Legs ain't working. Nothing's working. They go, go on, fight the chair. Yeah, I'll fight him. My face kicked in. It's a great scene because he, he lets out all of his emotion yeah. towards Mickey, but also just generally about yeah, his about career. Where he's at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he, like, in, in an immediate moment of uh, regret, but also just clarity, he's like, I am going to need some help, though. Yeah. And he rushes outside. Mickey's halfway him. down the street. And this is, I love this in terms of filmmaking. Runs down the street. Camera stays back. Mm. There's no, you don't hear a conversation. Yeah. You just, you just see a conversation and. As they turn to part, you see Rocky, the first man to put his hand out. Yeah. So it that was just, big. No, that it was says big. a lot without script, without you yeah, know, um, absolutely uh, lines. Right. Yeah, actions speak louder than words. Yeah. But the monologue that he delivered, remember when he was in the yeah. bathroom? 
um, that was completely improvised on the set. Yeah, right. Yeah, and um, he, in the years that's passed since the film's been made, he explained that the apartment they were filming in, in that time, that was a real apartment, it the room uh, the bathroom did actually stink. <laughs> he said it stinks in here, and it, that was that was part of his spiel yeah, because right. it does stink in there. But that was all made up on the spot. Yeah. Pretty good improvisation. Um, Four a.m. wake up is the next thing we see. The alarm going off, and a little and quick little pop quiz well, for you. Right, pop yeah. quiz for you. Yeah. How many eggs does he break Five. in the cup? I counted Five. Them. You did. I, I literally. <laughs> it's funny that as he was doing it, he was on about the third one. I went, "Hang on a minute, I got to yeah. say this." Yeah. It's like three, and then they're four. And they're five. I'm like, five okay. Eggs, yeah, and yeah. it's funny. I, I literally registered that and went, okay. Oh, that's a, that's a, that. It feels like a stat. That'd be a good trivia question. Feels like a question. trivia question. A good yeah. Trivia question. And he skulls it disgustingly. Yeah, and it comes all down. A little his bit chin comes on him. I'd, I'd love to know <laughs> whether there was many takes for that. Uh, I don't have no idea. That'd be a that. tough. You wouldn't want to be doing too many takes. That'd of that. be a tough scene, mate. One and done. I reckon. imagine being yeah. Sylvester Stallone and the director <laughs> goes, "Just one more." You're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I, know. Uh, I mean, that's a one and done for me. I love a good boiled, yeah. fried, boiled egg, but they ain't needing yep. no raw egg. That's the Ugh. one. Now, this is I love this bit because it's the you know it's a sort of a little montage where he's running through the yeah. Philadelphia streets. So we see him running. I've, I've did this part of the tour, by the way. And, and the thing yeah. I love about it is this is where I went. This is just pure on location because there's oh, yeah. clearly not a movie. It's just a postcard uh, of, of um, Philadelphia. Um, you know, they're, they're, some of them are just dirty back streets and then there's yeah. kind of a city street and stuff. Yeah. But also, Rocky's tracksuit is just <laughs> filthy. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that would, I just went, that must stink. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was just so... Do you see how he had the Converse? So raw, the Converse shoes? Right, I didn't know this. Yeah, didn't have like the... the I don't think didn't it have was Nike trainers. even. I think Nike's who had just invented them, but... He Certainly didn't have, didn't proper, have runners. No, yeah. he had the, just the converse sort of like basketball yeah, shoes. Yeah. Now the this is when he the first time we see the Philadelphia Art Museum, right? And did you notice in this bit where he struggles up the stairs? Yeah. So that to me, in that was like a symbol of you know he, he struggled to make it here, and sort of later on when he does it again, you think, well, it's, geez, it's hasn't he improved? Run. Right? That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a benchmark. What this is is yeah. start of training before the fight benchmark. Yeah. This whole scene, yeah. without any any uh, words, is a yeah. benchmark. Is this also? Um, I'm sure because I, I I referenced it in a previous episode, and you brought this up. Is this the first Steadicam usage? Uh, is it up the stairs? No, it isn't. I've got that. We're coming to that with the kiss. He okay. runs up a second time. Right. This in, in this this was from this part on. Like this, that was the Philadelphia Art Museum. Yeah. And people in. Anywhere in the world, you can't they go think, there today. They think it's the rock. They call it the Rocky Steps. Yeah, they don't call it the Philadelphia Art Museum. Yeah. They call it to this day yeah. the Rocky Steps. And at the very top of the steps are two gold footprints. Converse footprints and Rocky written underneath it. Yeah. The very top of the steps. Nice. So just to sort of to commemorate that. But um, we'll get into the Steadicam in a okay. moment. You know, just, it, yeah, it that, felt, that's in the that's in the run through. I'll it show, felt I'll like a, yeah. it felt like a Steadicam. Some interesting stats about that. Um, next thing we see, he runs into the meat locker. Yeah. Remember Paulie, because this is where he works, right? Yeah, and Paulie's so, just pushing meat. And he was talking about, you know, his, his joints are stiff and working in the meat. He can't, he's hauling meat. It's not really help, not yeah. really helping him. Uh, I love how he's sort of, Paulie's pushing the meat into him. He's like, teasing mm. him. He goes, stop doing that. <laughs> pushing the slabs of meat into him. He asks about the collecting job again. Mm. He goes, look, breaking bones doesn't bother me. You know, he works yeah. in a meat plant, right? He also then brings up whether or not he's getting it on with his Yeah, system. this I found, this was the first of a couple of references about Adrian's virginity, yes, and, and so, you know, are you are you 
banging my sister. Yeah. And, he goes, and remember, Paul, Rocky gets he goes, very offended. Don't talk dirty about your sister. So that you see there's some virtue there, right? He yes. respects her. There's nothing going on. And by yeah. the way, who knows? Yeah. Like the whole, there's yeah. no, there's no in, in, insinuation. Yeah. One way or another. Well, Paul is the one insinuating That's right. or, or but speculating. In, but yeah. in the movie, yeah. Apart from Paulie's own yeah. brotherly speculation, but the, after he talks about it, he goes, "See, that's why I can't connect you with Gazza. He just says stupid things like that." And he yeah. goes, "Okay, I'm not gonna. All good." Um, but what? What? See, what, when he tells him that, he goes, "I can't connect you with Gazza," and, and he and he he turns around Starts and he goes, "Yeah, he gets angry and meat. smashes the slab of meat, right?" And so he comes back and pushes Paulie away and says, "Right, oh, you want to see someone who hits the meat?" And he just lays into the meat, and. I love at the end of it where you hear him saying, you can hear the ribs break. He goes, you're probably cracking the ribs. And he grabs the meat that he wrapped up for him in paper. I love the line. He goes, look, if you do that to Apollo Creed, they'll put us in jail for murder. <laughs> you do that to Apollo. <laughs> um, so next thing, he's sort of run to Adrian's. So back to Paulie's house. Adrian's yeah. there. He's explaining that, you know, Paulie's he's pushy. You know, he's what he, what he wants to do. And um, Adrian, remember, he, she, she sort of tries to be affectionate with him. He yes. goes, hey, look, no, no fooling around. Yeah. Just make the meat. And she goes, okay, I'll get the meat. She sort of has the shits and walks off. And yeah. he's sort of sore and in his blanket walks over. She's and come out of her. So this, the yeah. problem for Adrian is she's been in a shell all her life. She's yeah. come out of she's a shell out of the shell. Rocky. Yeah. She's keen to, to essentially, you know, yeah. be intimate To be with affectionate, him. yeah. And, and he, he's like, no, nah, I'm training. I'm this training, is it. yeah. So, it's, mate, talk about making it tough on yourself. Oh, I was going to say. What are you yeah. doing, Rocky? <laughs> what are you doing, mate? Um, in the gym, next scene, we see Mickey's, they're, they're, they're training. And Mickey comes up, he goes, oh, stop, he goes, you're off balance. But he does have a solution. Hold it, Rock, will you? You drive me crazy as a sloppy because you're off balance. Let's try this. Now take this string tight to both angles, leave about two feet of slack. I never have good footwork. Never mind footwork. Now you're off balance. Now Marcian had the same problem. And this string cured it. The idea that if you can move and you can hit without breaking the string, you can balance, become a very dangerous person. Don't you love how old school he is? Yeah. I just love it. Even he's, he goes, you become a dangerous person. He sort of got that, yeah, yeah, that, that, that turn of phrase. Um, just love that old school. So they tie string yeah. between his feet with enough so he can so, so he's he not he can stay balanced. He can essentially learn to move with balance yeah, and move and, and hit. And that, that's the whole that's the whole objective of if you if your feet go too farther apart, you can lose your balance. You can break the string. Yeah, that's how I understood it to be. Anyway, yeah, well, I I understood it to also mean that you, if you move your feet apart and 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 yeah. you get hit, yeah, then you're off balance. Then you're as off well. balance, and that's an easy way to be knocked down. Absolutely so, right. Absolutely yeah. right. But then the couple of girls asked for his autograph. Did you notice this? How about you give us your autograph? Get out of here! Don't you ever interrupt me while I'm conducting business. Move your little chicken ass. <laughs> Kid, you, you lay off that pet shop game. Women weaken legs. <laughs> yeah, but I really like this girl, you know. <laughs> and let her train you. Okay, no more fooling around. Okay. The funny <laughs> thing about that line in that scene, women though, is weaken legs. It's like it was back to front. Because at no other point from this this point on does yeah. he really reject Adrian or push her back. Well, he yeah in he any know. way yeah. Well, he we sort of know that he's doing that already. Yeah. But, no, but do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like, if this no had more been, fooling around. If this had been the scene before the other one, yes, yeah, true. Then it could have just a, it, it might have been that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it might have been. Well, yeah. it just it's they out. Might of, have put him out of it's order. It's out of sync. Yeah, I understand. I understand. And and because yeah. from this point on, there's no moment 
spoiler, there's no moment where Adrian gets upset because he's not talking to her. Yeah. There's no moment where he shuns her. He still sees her. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? I do. It's yeah, weird. Absolutely right. I reckon clip it up and watch it and you'll think the director's cut, uh, Trev's uh, director's uh, cut. You would have swapped those scenes Correct. around. Just yeah. those two scenes. Yeah, and that it's way, literally the scene before. Yeah, you're right. Hey, you're right. Jeez. What, what amazing insight after you first. The only reason it doesn't watch. work is because of the meat. Yes. Because like, the, the meat, the meat plant, got, yeah. there was the yeah. gym with the meat. Like it yeah. doesn't make. That's the only yes. reason it doesn't make sense. Because he went from the meat plant and she's cooking the meat. Of course, that's right. Yeah, no, but now you're right. The the whole women weakened legs. I've got some more to say about that later too, mate. Uh, <laughs> advice. <laughs> we <or>? see. <laughs> we see. Rocky uh, feeling pretty good about himself, yep. you know, sparring in the street. And, and you like the young kids saying, "Yo, Rock," you know. Yeah, sort yeah. Of, he's this a local is the local hero. You realise he's become a bit of an you identity get a bit more now. Confident, yeah. He's sort People of are getting more behind him because exactly what Apollo Creed said yeah. about bringing an unknown, yeah. creating an opportunity. It's the great American story. Absolutely, he's created it. Absolutely right. And uh, we, uh, he's running home, and he sees Adrian. Yo, you look great. Oh, yeah. Terrific. I mean, you could be a heartbreak. Go walk down the street breaking hearts the way you're looking. Very sharp. I got, I got another surprise for you. What? Hey, bud kids! <laughs> hey, bud kids! Come here, kid! Come here! To keep your company when you run! Oh, 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 Boy, do I want them? Come here. What's he eat, you thought? What's he eat? He eats little turtles. Yo, boy, <laughs> He eats little turtles. Can I just say, <laughs> this is a beautiful moment. I love it as yeah. a scene um, because it's such a lovely gesture from her. Yeah. But she's looking good, too. She was doing she the red does, She's coat. looking good. This, amazing. Is, this yeah. is, again, this is that quick evolution co- of Adrian, you know? That's right, mate. It's as much a story like that. Let's, let's have a little bit of the love story V boxing movie yeah. conversation right now. Yeah. It's as much about her realising who she is and who she wants to be as much as Rocky realising who he is and who he wants to be. Mate, the, the number of lines... So putting aside the earlier awkward scene, I still yep. feel awkward about it, you know, because it's a bit <laughs> in your face, two arms against the door, yeah. going for the kiss. kind That's of. Not, that's not how in. you got your first kiss off your missus. None of that <laughs> stuff feels appropriate. But yeah. so much else of him is yeah. so... Sincere, so emotional, oh, so yeah. cute. Essentially, Respectful you know, too, yeah. he's like you're a heart. He's like you're genuinely. Oh my yeah. god! He doesn't say, "God, you're you're sexy today." He says, yeah. "Oh, you're a heartbreaker." You walk yeah. down the street breaking hearts. So many lovely lines yeah, of course, mate. Uh, to her and about I her. Talk to my wife like that too, mate. Is that how you talk to your wife? My wife doesn't <laughs> talk to me, so <laughs> it's not really an issue. But it, yeah, I, I, I genuinely, yeah, I'd be fifty fifty. If, if I have to vote right now before we get to the end of the movie, yeah. I'm fifty fifty. Yeah. Yeah. On what? what do you mean? Romance versus boxing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Righto. Because I, I just like how the, the relationship, their relationship being built is as important as the fight coming up. Exactly. You know because I mean? like you, it's, you're literally yeah. there. I mean, across, if you took all the boxing and training out yeah. and just didn't shoot those scenes, yeah. you see the complete evolution of their relationship. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's just the boxing's the backdrop, right? Yeah. So that's sort of kind of more the... You're still reckon 50-50. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, he's on his run again and heads to the meat plant once more. And out the front, he sees a little TV truck. He goes, what's this, Butkus? Remember, he's running with Butkus down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And um, he <laughs> – I love this. It was a funny scene. And if you notice, if you list, look closely, they struggle to keep a straight face in this scene. Yeah. Where he, he Paul is obviously tanked already. It's early in the morning. He's already tanked. His memory pulls out his bottle of whiskey or whatever he's drinking. 
and he and he smells of alcohol, and he says. He goes, you need exposure. And, he, and he's, he's obviously rung the TV station because yep. he saw him hitting the meat before, remember? Yeah. So he's thinking, you know, he, remember he sort of wants a career change. He's thinking yep. like an entrepreneur almost, you know, trying to think of ways to make some cash. Also, I just also yeah. I don't see this as specifically as being a cash thing. I see this as being a – he's trying to impress Rocky with his initiative, like yeah. you said, he's yeah. entrepreneurial. He wants to show Rocky that he can help him. Yeah. Yeah, true, and uh, but uh, but Rocky's response he goes he goes you're going to make me look bad you're going to embarrass me in front of your sister, that's again another yes. thing that's top of mind. Yeah. Then he walks in and sees the reporter and uh, she says, "Oh, Rocky, we're just going to just have a real quick interview. Just talk about this is a unique method of training, blah blah." And then Paulie remembers trying to stick his face in the back in the background. And she's like, "Can you move?" <laughs> He's back the other way. He goes, "Oh, he goes. What about me?" He goes, "I'm the one." He goes, "Yeah, I'm I'm the one who organised the meet." He goes, hey. she says, "Okay, stand behind it." <laughs> Away, and uh, <laughs> then he's uh, he's he's asked to give a little demonstration um, about his unique training method. Is this a common training method? I mean, do other fighters pound raw meat? No, I think I invented it. Would you Don't give us a demonstration? Confirm the reservation sure. for our people at ringside, and be sure to fly my barber to fill it. So you hear in the background Creed making. He's on TV. Yeah. Channel into West Coast closed circuit advertising. Creed's trainers watching. 450, and send the mayor's wife 200 roses from me, and make sure we get a picture of it for all the newspapers. Do you want to run the 15 radio spots in the Midwest? I think you could spend your money better in Canadian publicity. By the way, Apollo, I've got a couple of friends up in Toronto who'd probably be able to get you a pretty good tax break. <laughs> George, I like your friends. <laughs> Hey, champ. Got to come look at this boy you're going to fight on TV. Looks like he means business. Yeah, yeah, I mean business too. Simple, dismissive. That was a genius scene. Yeah. Because he he was there doing his interviews on TV. Creed is talking to his managers of well, how much do we spend here? Let's make a full fee. It's all business. He's all making flowers to the Send my, fly my barber in. You know. So he's not really taking it seriously. Meanwhile, his trainer goes, hey, you better come and have a look at your boy. He means business. Yeah, yeah I mean business too. Yeah, all good. So that was a really good sort of contrast well, of how they go I think, there. And, and again, not to skip ahead, but you see no single moment of Apollo Creed training. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, true. True. Fight. Yeah, at all. You're right. Not yeah, one. that's that's exactly right. Um, so a, a little bit of a, a little tidbit of info there, mate. The interview in the meat locker, mm. the cameraman was John G. Ableton, the director of the movie. <laughs> he was the cameraman, and the cinematographer was James Crabe. He was the sound guy. Love it. <laughs> in the, they had a little little cameo. Anyway, it's Christmas Eve now, and Paulie sort of coming into the house drunk and cut to inside, and Paulie um, Rocky's talking about how he's had to cancel all his training yep. and. He's calling the reporters. He goes, "Look, you know, I just, I don't. The reporters, they take cheap shots. I'm, I can't train. My whole schedule's been thrown off." And then she says, "Look, he means well. Trying to help. Blah blah blah." And and he he mentions the fact that look, he's asking me about this and trying to get him a job. And what they didn't know was he sort of had come in and had heard the conversation. Yeah. Right. What's to say? I just don't know what he wants from me. I don't want nothing from you. I don't want nothing from you. This ain't no charity case. Get out of my house. It's not just your house. You're no friend no more. Get out of my house, I just said. Don't talk to him like that. Both of you get out of my house. Yo. 
Hold that sight, Paulie. I don't want you missing, huh? And I don't raise you to go with this scumbum. Yeah, come on! You want to hit on me? Come on! I'll break both your arms so they don't work for you. He's got a baseball bat here. That's right, I'm not good enough to meet with Gazzo! Woo! That's what I think of Gazzo! So he... He loses He had grabbed the baseball bat. He's obviously, you know, blown up about the yeah. world. And... He, he he's also like, obviously uh, drunk. Yeah, he said, "Oh, you're gonna get yeah, that's all right. I'll break both your arms. They don't work for yeah, you." Yeah, Um But but he 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 half his blow up is Adrian. He goes, "Look, I you you own you. I do. I can't get married because of you. You can't live by yourself. Yeah, it's a pent up but, lifelong thing because yeah. Paulie's basically had the sister in his house all the time. Paulie's now thinking, "I yeah. didn't get a life. I, I didn't get a life." But you know what? She turns it around on him. You owe me. What are you? You're supposed to be good to me. So again, it's very strange. Him thinking that she's doing, he's doing the biz, she's doing the business with Rocky. Him thinking that, which right? is, I mean, you know, it's kind of it's a, a strange obsession. obsession <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, where it's, it's like weird. You, know, you should be married. Yeah. Um. So it's poorly thinking. I've pushed this too far, yeah. and now you're not a virgin. You're busted. Remember when when he when he comes <laughs> over, he's saying that, and he and Rocky grabs him and realizes yeah. like this bloke's drunk. I'm not going to do nothing. He lets him go. Walks, walks into, into her Adrian. to see her. Yeah. And I think she and then, she says she asks a roommate. You know your roommate and he. What is his response? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So they're out. Um, next thing we see him back in the gym, and his training's obviously doing very well. He's he's sort of you see he's really confident. Yep. He's training really well, and they I start love to how, show more of him too. Yeah. So he's doing the one arm push ups and, and you know. yeah. And I love how <coughs> Mickey says he goes, "You're gonna eat lightning. You're gonna crap thunder." <laughs> and then he brings in Al Savani, his cut man. Remember how he got cut from Spider yes. Rico? Remember that earlier cut? Yep. And he looks at it, he goes, nah, you'll be right, you cover up, he goes, you cover up, you know, so they're all they're all good. Um He's about to walk into the into the showers and Paulie fronts him again and yeah. he says, Look, I've uh, I've made it I've got an angle I can make money off your name. And he says, uh, advertising, I know about that stuff. <laughs> he goes, Look, he goes, what do you know you, about advertising? He goes, Look, if you can make if you can make your money off my name, go ahead. But he also isn't this the point? And it's a simple little thing, but he he asked Paulie to help him undo his gloves. Yes. And I saw that as being okay. Fine, here's something you can do. Yeah, just that's it. There's something. Oh, well, obviously shows a couple of things. Paulie's still determined to make some cash. Yep. B. Stallone. Rocky doesn't hold a grudge. No, they're they're good. Yeah. And this is another favorite bit. The training. This is what what's famous for all the Rocky movies is the training montage. And and look, this, this is, is a the cracker. bit where he's running down a narrow street and there's markets. Can I yes. ask what do you know about this scene? Because they're the it, Italian markets, famous know, Italian markets in Philadelphia. Are they all just extras, or is there a little no. bit of improvision here? Because it felt yeah, like he just went, oh, well, let's go they down went, here. Just run that way. Yes. Yeah. It felt that way. I've got some more info about the whole movie, but it is very guerrilla-style shooting, how they do it. They said, look, just run. You're killing We're me. We're going to be down here. You just run. You're we'll killing me here. <laughs> I've got more info. Um but it is a really nice scenic run through Philly along the river. Um, he's doing the one-arm push-ups. He's on the speed bag. Yeah. So it's a beautiful training montage. Remember, he's pounding his stomach when he's doing his sit-ups. But then he gets the to the, the steps. steps. And, mate, he flies up the steps this time. Like a time. breeze, yeah. And he gets up the top. 
And apparently the arms in the air was improvised. He right. thought, I feel like I'm on top of the world. Sort of thing. You know, yeah, he did right. Now, you asked earlier about the Steadicam, right? The Steadicam was invented by a man named Garrett Brown, who was from Philadelphia. Now, what he did, he was getting ready to take this invention to L.A. To prove that it works, he filmed his girlfriend running up the steps of Philadelphia. So that's why a lot of people mistakenly think that the Rocky was the very first movie to use a Steadicam. But in fact, it was the third movie to have the Steadicam. The first was Bound for Glory. The second one was Marathon Man. Rocky was the third. But this, him, his use of the Steadicam and his, the footage that he shot was what inspired them to use the steps. Oh, wow. So he was sort of the person, because he was a Philadelphia native, right? And he thought, oh, this would be a good place to film a girl and demonstrate the Steadicam running up those very steps. Yeah. So it's kind of, people think, well, is that whose idea was that? It was actually Garrett Brown's idea to run up the steps. Wow. So not, not, uh, not, the, not Stallone. Um. I love this next bit where it's obviously the eve of the fight and Rocky's kind of thinking, coming to a realisation. He's thinking, wow, he's sort of confronted with this massive fight that's ahead of him. Yep. He's obviously got his doubts. Um, he's, did you notice too when he's in his apartment, he's sleeping on the couch and that Adrian's in the bed? This is my point. There's so he's, there's respect there, right? So he's, he took the couch, she got the bed. There's not a single moment in this yeah. movie where you could confirm that they've slept together. Well, you, you need to see Rocky too for the continuation of this, right? Obviously. Um, so Is that on the list or can I bed. watch that independently? Oh, that, you can watch that whenever you want, mate. Okay. Oh, that, that, that is, and, and many will argue that's probably a better movie than Rocky 1. It, oh. it's, 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 mate, it's a fantastic movie. I'm, I'm keen. We should watch it straight after we record this, but we'll see how we go. Um, he decides, and he goes sort of goes off on a walk, and he visits the venue. So he's into the how he got into the stadium. I don't know, but I was going to say let him in there. he somehow got in there. That was my only yeah. plot hole. And he got he got into the ring, and he notices though. Remember, he's he's standing yeah. in the ring, yeah. and he notices something. Rocky, what brings you here tonight, Mister Jurgens? The post is wrong. What do you mean? Well, I'm wearing white pants with a red stripe. It doesn't really matter, does it? I'm sure you're going to give us a great show. Try to get some rest, kid. Now, the poster showed him, did you notice, had red yeah. with a white stripe? Yeah. In actual fact, he wore white shorts with a red stripe. Yes. That was an actual mistake by the props department. Oh, wow. They made the mistake. And what Stallone decided to do was come. He came up with that idea to, to point it out that it's a mistake. Oh, raw for the so props. So he thought, well, you know, he thought, well, let's let's just point out the mistake. It's sort of part of the thing. And it, and it turned. Remember though, his response was, well, doesn't really matter, does it? You're going to give us a good show. Sort of let's yeah, move on, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, so yeah. Um, he gets back home, and he's he's just come up with this realization. He realized, look, I can't beat this guy. Yeah. I'm not in his league. But there is one goal that he has. You work so hard. Yeah, it don't matter. Because I was nobody before. Don't say that. Oh, come on, Adrian. It's true. I was nobody. That don't matter either, you know? Because I was thinking. It really don't matter if I lose this fight. 
matter if this guy opens my head either. Because all I want to do is go to distance. Nobody's ever gone the distance with Creed. And if I can go that distance, you see, and that bell rings and I'm still standing. I'm going to know for the first time in my life, you see, that I weren't just another bum from the neighborhood. That it's scene. A, it's a solid articulation of his. Um... Well, that kind of crystallizes. He, he sort of said, he knows, look, I'm, I'm not going to beat this bloke. But if I can go the distance, I'll prove to myself that I've got something. Yep. That's that's the theme of this movie, I reckon. Yeah. Now that scene, right? Remember, this is a very tight budget. There, the the schedule was 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 rushed, and that scene where he admits all his fears and everything, the production was running behind schedule, right? And they wanted to cut that, and he says, "No way in the world." They said, "Right, you got time for one take. Go for it." So they did that in one take. So there's no doing it over and over right. again. Without that Nailed scene, it in one. Without yeah. that scene. Yeah, I know. You, you, I movie movies almost fails. makes no sense. Yeah, I agree. So he had one take for the scene, um, and he considered that you know, it was the, one of the most important scenes in the movie and decided, we've got to do this. He said, right, you got one go, let's yep. go. And yep. he nailed it. Next thing, we're up to the fight. This is it. It's fight night, and we see Rocky preparing. He's in the he's in the dressing they're both, room. They're both getting their knuckles wrapped. And Creed, yeah, stuff. Creed's warming up, and uh, remember how the, they're behind him, sort of put, put, he's take, doing this deep breathing. They're sort of you know doing that. I've never done those as warm ups when I was playing footy. Like someone pulls in your stomach while you're breathing. Uh, yeah, weird. And they were, they were getting their their tape taping I've never their fists up. <laughs> but don't you love how sort of Creed's warming up, and then the next thing you see is Rocky's kneeling down at the sink praying. Well, what I saw in that yeah. was Creed. More, you know, um, glamorous entourage. Yeah, it was like he was in a private room. Yeah. Whereas Rocky, it was like he was in the public it bathroom. Was in the public bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It was like six. Yeah. There was like three or four faces. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I mean? True, it's true. Yeah. Again, it was just an indication yeah. of where he is in this fight. And a- Adrian was in there too. Remember? Yeah, and he she said to her, oh, "You got to wait here." Yeah. Well, you wait here. He goes, oh, "Don't you leave town?" Yeah. And then she says, "I got to go fight now. Wish me luck. I'm going to need it." Yeah. And. Um, the other thing too, he he asks about the uh, remember how he puts his he beautiful puts, robe he put on the here. robe on and he sees the meat advertising. He goes, oh, he goes, that's true. He goes, what he goes, what did you get? He goes, oh, I got the robe, but what did Paulie get? We got three grand. Paulie's shrewd. <laughs> but then he explains though, the comments about the robe being baggy. Yeah, it's it's like the poster being wrong. That when they when they fitted him for it, he goes, it's too baggy. So he decided to refer to it. In the movie. In the movie. To sort of, just to point it it's out. Like, it's like, you know what, it, yeah. it proves that he's a true movie buff. Because basically, if Sylvester Stallone yeah. didn't become Sylvester Stallone, in, in the movie sense, yeah. he would have been one of those people on the internet just pulling apart movies, going, the bloody the thing's a bit baggy, well, the shorts were the wrong colour. Do you know? It's that's like, right, exactly. So, no, so instead, of, <laughs> instead of letting people do that, he references it in the movie well, so that it can't be referenced that, as an error. That's true. So the, the robe was way too big right. for him. yep. And so, rather than hoping no one notices, he just he points it out. He goes, yeah. "Look, he goes, it's a bit baggy. What yeah. do you reckon?" Yeah, it's brilliant um, because he even yeah. refers to it in Rocky Two. He goes, "Oh, I like this one. This is cute." He goes, "The first one was way too baggy." He <laughs> it's, says that in Rocky it's, Two. It's brilliant because you know Rocky just walks out like like there's commentators. They've got these commentators, you know, ringside commentators talking, and then suddenly they go, "Oh, there's something happening." You know, and Rocky comes out pretty yeah. much just with a spotlight, pretty subdued. Yeah, pretty subdued comes out, and then they're in the ring. He's in the ring with his couple of couple of teammates. Yeah. And then the fanfare begins, <laughs> and here's Apollo Creed dressed 
like George Washington yeah. with a, throwing a chariot, out silver dollars, chari- yeah, throwing money out. <laughs> this American flag draped thing. It's just yeah. this crazy. What you now imagine any boxing intro yeah. would be is quite flamboyant. Yeah, flamboyant, unbelievable. Yeah, but then he, when he gets in the ring, he tur- he puts a Uncle Sam hat on. And he becomes Uncle Sam. I, I think, want you. I then, want yeah. you. And then I love what Rocky says. He goes, he looks like a big flag. Looks like a big flag. <laughs> and he says, is he talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, who is he talking to? Now, the, here's what I want to understand about this ringside whole thing. Yeah. And again, this feels like it's a budget thing. Yeah. Because it's very dark, obviously, in the ring. Yeah. But there's these shots uh, that are very different. They're like um, yeah. shot on a different camera. Yeah. Of a it's crowd. stock footage of crowds. Right. Yeah. Because on the day... They, you can in, even if you take a close look, you can see the stadium's empty. If you oh. really close look, they they made it as dark as they yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. Because what had happened during during the the fight, so clearly empty, they were, they could only get fifty extras. They, that's all they could afford. So they had to sort of position them, position uh, them uh, where uh, the cameras where, where the camera right. is. So yeah, it just I, yeah. I was, at that moment I was thinking, wait, 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 wait. Is yeah. this like a true story? So yeah. I thought, Jim, because there's a couple of movies. I mean, it might even be Ali, but there's movies where they use. Real footage and yes. and then you know stock switch. footage yes no, no but like real news footage of yep. uh, an event of the crowd yeah, yeah. um and because it's a real story yeah. so at this moment I thought hang on a minute is the Rocky Balboa of Italian stallion uh, Apollo Creed story true and we're now seeing real fight footage ah, that's right. what I was wondering. okay yeah. right no no well it's, it's it was simply a budget it affair. was a budgetary thing yeah Beautiful. and the the cinematographer James Crabb he he tried to hide it but mate you look hard enough. You've seen it as many times as I have. There's so many empty seats around. Yeah, it's yeah. not like... Uh, but they, they hit it fairly well. I don't think it impacts the story. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, one best, best yeah. movie. We, now, so we get to the first round, and we see that you know, Rocky's kind of struggling. He's missing his punches. and But uh, well, there was an almighty shock, though. With a very badly outclassed challenger right now. He's just trying to make his man make the first one. See, make a miss like that. And he's just, the champ is just taunting him now. Green dancing around. Oh, I, I don't believe it. Hey, the champ is down. Yes, he is. Green is down. What a surprise this is. It's a great moment he because knocks him down. it gives you this, you're like, you immediately sit up in your seat and go, Whoa. wow, hang on a minute. Yeah. Like, you obviously don't know where this is going to go. Your mind is he's going to he's going to flog him, but then you realise it's actually let's be real he's he's going to get smashed because yeah. he's the world champion. Um, and you think, hang on a minute, are they going to make him win this fight? This is awesome, you know. Well, it, what it does, it's a wake up call for Creed. He gets like, right, yeah. I'm going to get serious here. And um, what what happens? <laughs> Rocky surprised him, but at the end of the first round, what does Rocky say? Can't believe it. I broke my nose. He broke his nose. So anyway, uh, I think the line in the corner from the trainer goes, let's finish this bum and go home, eh? So mm. we do see the second round, though. Creed's coming out swinging, Rocky taking the punishment, and then we enter the montage. So yeah. it goes through. It's a brutal yeah. montage. Yeah. So we where see they conti- he's hanging in there. Uh, the close-ups get continuously worse in terms of their facial makeup yes. and the knocks and bumps and... Yeah. The horror that's a, a being a, you know launched upon them. It, it's a very well done montage that really makes you feel like this. That ro- gives you that sense of time that the fight's going on. I think we see a, a sign round thirteen, round fourteen. But but in the I would say for 
uh, like seventy percent of this montage, it's like you're feeling you're feeling Rocky getting bashed up. You're feeling Rocky just hanging on. Yeah, and then it kind of switches. Yep. To to to, the, in, to to see that. Hang on, he's hanging on for a long time here. It, they come up with a round thirteen sign, and I'm like, yeah. "Isn't there only ten rounds in a boxing match?" No, it's fifteen. Like in I'm this like, one, yeah. "Holy crap, this is rounds. crazy!" Yeah, it's brutal. And then you start to realize that Apollo Creed's starting to get bashed yeah, up as well. Yeah, he is he's, too. Well, his face mate, is starting to look he, bad. He said he was going to put this bloke away in three rounds. He's yeah. still here fourteen rounds yeah, later. Exactly. So we still see Rocky uh, on his feet, but at the end of the fourteenth round, remember he gets knocked down. Yep. And did you see Mickey saying, down, down, stay, stay down, stay down, stay down. thinking, mate, you're, gonna, you're killing yourself here. Um, but he struggles to his feet. Adrian comes out. Do you remember this? Adrian comes out of the dressing, ro- yeah. out of the dressing room to see what the hell's going on. Why is this taking so long? Yeah. Um, so she comes out there. Um, Rocky gets back up to his feet. And Apollo almost feels bad. Well, he gets up to his feet, and Rocky sort of says, okay, come on. And, and Apollo looks down on the ground and goes, mate, he goes, what are you doing? You shouldn't be doing this. Like, yep. you should be. You, uh, this should have been finished a long time ago. Yeah. But um, when he when he gets back up to him, he's thinking, oh, wow, you know, we've, we've got a – he's got a real fight on his hands still. Okay, champ. <laughs> more clue, more clue. <laughs> I can't see nothing. Got to open my eye. Cut me, man. I don't want to do it. Oh, cut me. Okay, try it. Cut it. <laughs> it's horrible. Before that, though, do you remember when he got back on his feet? He actually landed a couple of blows, broke Polo Creed's ribs, yes. right? Yeah. Then he says, "Cut me." Um, the chief says, "The ref says, you all right, champ?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay." And then now Rocky's saying, "You stop this fight, I'm going to kill you." Yeah, because doesn't Don't a, stop this Apollo's, fight. Apollo's uh, trainer is basically like, "Man, we got to pull this." You're yeah, gonna, yes, you're, you're going to you're in yeah. a bad state. And he's like, "He's broke up, broken ribs." You stop this, I'll yeah, kill yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. So Rocky's saying, "Goes, look, I'm going." He goes, "You want to go? I'm going. But I'm going to do but it." But the moment where yeah. his trainer says to him, "Man, we got to stop this fight," is like a re- it's like a redemption. It's like, dude, I told you to look at the video. Yeah, you were talking exactly about dinner right, and mate. flowers. I told you to look at this bloke fighting. Absolutely right. So we we see the final rounds begun, and Apollo's clearly protecting his ribs. Rocky knows what the deal is, and he, he starts working on him. Um, and he's really building up. And remember, he's got him on the rope. He's literally got him on the ropes. Bell rings. And you're thinking, oh, my God, like, what's going to happen here? Like, the, you, you're thinking he's, he's, about, he's about to win the fight, but then the bell rings. Ain't going to be no rematch. Ain't going to be no rematch. The one one. That music is just as iconic, can it's I say? awesome. The soundtrack for this, one of the... I remember buying this on vinyl when it first came out. Rocky II, I've got all of them, every soundtrack I've got. Yeah. They're brilliant. Bill Conti did the first two, and then the third one was a combination with, you know, Eye of the Tiger and all these other How many other Rockies are there? There are... There's Rocky... Well, one to five, then there's Rocky Balboa, so six, and then there's two Creedmen. Creedmen, yeah. But the soundtracks were amazing. Oh, no, we're yeah. drifting ahead here, but yeah. how many of them are great? Hey, all of them. Really? Yeah. Um, probably, if I had to pick the weakest one, it would be probably Rocky Five, and that's by Stallone's own admission. He wasn't really happy with how that turned out. Right, okay. But Rocky Balboa, the other one, the last one, mate, that was a surprisingly good movie. Right, okay. Yeah. But uh, even Rocky Four, and he redid Rocky Four recently. He re-edited it and called it Rocky versus Drago just this, a few months ago. Wow. And it's still not released in Australia. I, I got a hold of a, pro- a pirate copy, but um, 
it, it is a rearrangement of Rocky Four. He sort right, of re okay. edited it. Anyway, uh, we are at the point now where Rocky's he's, he's stood up. He's still on his feet. He's yep. achieved his goal. The did you like how the 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 announcer's trying to interview him? He goes, "Look, I'm not interested." He's, We're Adrian. He's, call, he's calling out to Adrian and. Um, did you like how she poorly the, the the cops got poorly by the jacket? Remember earlier on he goes, "Oh, here's my date. Yeah. She cost me two hundred dollars. She yeah. says no, two fifty. He's obviously an escort or something, right? Yeah. And the cops at the at the thing hold him by his lapels. He goes, "You're breaking the jacket." <laughs> and, the, and then and, she and says, she, "Pauline." He pulls the rope up for her to get in the room. Yes. And then uh, they see each other. Adrian, Adrian, Rocky, Adrian, Rocky, Rocky. Hey. Oh, isn't that what? Did you notice while he's there saying they love each other, he's not even listening to the result. No. In the background, they're saying we have a split decision yeah. and Apollo Creed retains the title. He's not hearing any of that. Man, I didn't hear any of that. Yeah. I've got to tell you, well, no, you I do still don't know yeah. what happened. Yeah. Well, he loses. I'm sitting there going, wait, well, a split decision is there's three, isn't there? There's three, three judges. judges. One voted for Rocky, two voted for Apollo. Oh, so so he I didn't was, hear that. Yeah. yeah. So he, we, he's, we, I literally didn't hear that. The guy says, we have a split decision, hmm. and you see in the background <laughs> Apollo jumping up in the air that he won. Yeah, so I, I saw but that. Rocky's not hearing any of that. And see, so what I, I, honestly, I just went, okay, so it must be like a tie, and Apollo, you know, he's happy because yeah. he doesn't lose. It doesn't count as a, uh, as a, as a loss, yeah. right? Yep. But it didn't matter. It, it's just, the no, point not is. Not to Rocky. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he yeah. went the distance, did the, and went, Adrian loves him. And he loves her? Yeah. Boom. And we have our did you like how he a said, romance. Did you like how he said, where's your hat? Yeah. Remember the red hat? Which wore? did fall yeah, off as she was running up. Going up. So where's your hat? <clears throat> now, Stallone and the director, John G. Avildsen, had a differing opinion about the ending. Right. They Because it's a brutal ending. It's well, just boom. Reports from the set is that they nearly came to blows over Ooh. because Rocky Stallone wasn't happy with the ending. What Stallone wanted was for Apollo Creed to be the clear winner, right? To be to win the fight, right? Um, they, Avildsen didn't want. He wanted it so that he how he cut the movie. The audience didn't know who what happened, who won. They don't know, right? Mm. So the compromise was Apollo wins split decision, but the more uplifting ending was Adrian coming into the ring and him calling out to her and them telling them they love yeah, each other. Right, yeah. That's the ending that Stallone was fighting for, and that he got, and that was the b- proper ending. Yeah. It sort of gave the movie the upbeat ending that that Stallone wanted. Yeah, because, yeah. and I think the beauty of it is that why I didn't rewind, I I didn't care. Yeah, because it didn't matter. Yeah, he went the distance. Yeah, and he won. He, he won. The, went the distance. And he won the girl. The girl says, says he loves him. And with that, it becomes. More of a romantic story than of a, a love story. Yes. I agree. Let's go through some lines first before we revisit that little discussion, mate. Um, I love how when Adrian asks him, he says, "Why do you want to? Why do you want to fight? Why do you want to fight? Because I can't sing a dance. Yeah. Hey, yo, <laughs> don't fall, don't fall. Hey, that was terrific. I'm pretty good at this. It's cute. <laughs> do you remember the scene when? Uh, she's in his apartment. Yeah. And this she is says, actually one of my favourite moments. My, my brother might be worried. He yeah. goes, and oh, he I, wa- want to, I want to call him. He goes, oh, I'll call I'll him. I'll call him. Do you have a phone? 
No, I ain't got no phone. I had to pull, you know, because people calling all the time. And uh, who needs the aggravation, right? Interruptions. Who'd you want to call? I want to let my brother know where I am. Why? I think you might be worried. Well, I'll call your brother if that's the problem. Yo, Paul Lee, your sister's with me. I'll call you back later. See ya. <laughs> The other good line was in the uh, remember when they were in the press conference and Apollo yep. uh, Apollo talking. He goes, "Come on, come over here, Rock." Come here, Rock. My man, man. Rocky, ain't you Italian? Yeah, I'm Italian. Well, now what does that mean? That means if he can't fight, I bet he can cook. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. Uh, right, uh, how did that happen, mate? Some plot holes here. Okay. Yep. Yep. When remember Rocky knocks Creed down in the first round. <clears throat> yep. Okay. He doesn't go to his neutral corner straight away. Right. So the count doesn't start until the other boxer goes into the neutral corner. Oh, I didn't know that. So the count is 10. <clears throat> yep. If he had have gone to his neutral corner, he would have won the fight first round KO. <laughs> so it took Creed to the count of eight seconds to get up off the canvas. So if he had have gone immediately to a corner, he would have been counted out first round KO to, to Rocky. Wouldn't have made for a good story, though. No. But in reality, Rocky would never have won the championship because uh, even even if he had defeated Apollo Creed, because the rules of boxing say that the challenger has to be ranked in the top 10. Oh, isn't that So for Rocky to win the title... <coughs> so what happens to, in that so instance, comply with it the becomes rules, an un... Well, it's like a non-title fight. Oh, right. Yeah, so he then putting up the title is actually... Really Sort of stretching the stretching the the plot that doesn't you can't do that. Right, you got to be a top ten contender to to do that. Um, do you remember when we said the that Rocky's uh, Mickey's line, "Women weakened legs." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the commonly held belief is they reckon that's a bit of a, a bit of a misnomer. It's not really. Well, it's, it's a it's a sporting yeah. thing. Women isn't it, weakened you know? legs. Talk, maybe maybe if it was the night before the fight, yeah, they talk about get, that you know, in the you know, night before grand finals yeah, or grand maybe final lay week. off. But um, they say that having sex during training, like not while you're training, but what in the period of training, right, yes. is actually good. It sort of relaxes you and keeps you, you yeah, know, keeps you loose and limber. Uh, so uh, endorphins mate, and that, adrenalines. That's and, my argument every night, mate. You know. Uh, things you might not know. When he was first offered the directing job, John G. Abelson turned it down. He says, I'm not interested in boxing. Uh. But he read the script and he was when he sort of saw the, the subplot with Adrian and yes. he saw the when he saw Rocky talking to his turtles on page three of the script, he thought, I'm in. Because it's not purely about boxing. Yes, okay. Most of the scenes where Rocky was jogging through Philadelphia Guerrilla style. So with there were no permits, no equipment, no extras. They just had a van, and they'd say, right, open the van. they go, right, you run there. We're going to film you. Jump back in again. Run through the markets. You run. We're going to wait here. You run to us. We're going to film you. So no permits. So you know normally when you shoot somewhere, yeah. big money to lock down the street and get everything done. So it was done pretty much on the fly. Uh, so no no permits, nothing there. People, people that were running, like in the market when he's running through – People were looking at him thinking, who is this bloke? I they legit, didn't know who he was. I looked yeah. at him and I went, see, there was yeah. only one moment, though, where someone throws something. Yeah. He throws him well, out. that was improvised. The orange. They threw yes. an orange. That was improvised by the owner. Mm. He, had, he had no idea that a movie was being filmed. He just threw him an orange and ended up in a movie. 
Unbelievable. What a great story, just that Before, one origin. The Carl Weathers character being, uh, oh, he's, he's, uh, he became Apollo Creed. Um what they wanted to do before shooting, they said, "Well, how are we?" They had no idea how we're going to shoot the fight. We want this to look realistic. How is this going to work? So what they they decided to do, like they tried stuntmen and choreographers and all that sort of stuff. So what they decided to do, they said, "Right, go home." They said, "Avilton said to Rocky, goes, you go home, write out the fight, write the fight." So okay, Rocky throws a left, Apollo throws a right. So he wrote like thirty-two pages of instructions, right, and they rehearsed that. Like it was a dance, like it was a ballet. Right. So they decided these thirty-two pages of these directions is is what we see. So it was like it, they learned it like it was a dance. You know, they do Dancing yeah, with the Stars. Yeah, yeah. They learnt they learnt this routine, and they were like they rehearsed it for thirty-five hours before they filmed it. So they got it down pat before, rather than doing it raw and not looking realistic on screen, they thought let's rehearse it. We've planned every shot and go from there. Mm. The bl- the boxing gloves used in the fight were actually illegal in the U.S. They're too small. They're called Casanovas. But what Stallone said, he goes that they they liked them because they looked really sleek. They looked really thin and light, not big, yeah. big ugly looking gloves. So they, they they're actually illegal to use in a fight. But for the movie, they were fine. Bill Conti's song "Gonna Fly Now." Do you know why it's called "Gonna Fly Now"? Because no. when John Avildsen heard it, it ha- didn't have a title, and he says, "Wow." This sound, hearing this song, it sounds like Rocky's going to fly. He's flying. And that's why they named it Going to Fly Now. Uh, the movie was completed on budget in 28 days. Brilliant. They did that. Love it. Um, and he, here's the other thing, though. Even though he wasn't being paid for this, Stallone was a real pain in the butt when it was editing time. So he hung around and was really looking over their shoulder when they were editing. And... Turned out that yeah, while he was a bit of a pain to Avilton and the editors, it did work out because there was um, there were scenes where background voices and stuff were needed, and Stallone provided those as well. So you know, there was some background <laughs> noise. So he thought, "I'll do that." So it was all part of the deal as well. Now, our boxing movie or love story yep. discussion, right? Um, from Adrian's perspective, right, her character goes through a similar arc to Rocky, don't you reckon? Yes. She has a similar transformation, goes from the unflattering yep. clothes to looking attractive, growing to love this guy and him loving her. So I think that it's as much about her and her portrayal, totally. her emergence, as it is Rocky's, Well, I would say it's as much about the story of Rocky and Adrian yeah. as it is. Like, you could rename this movie Rocky and Adrian. Yeah. Like... It it, could, it it absolutely yeah. is yeah. the story. My other of, posters over here. My other story Rocky of of Rocky and Adrian. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I I I think it's more uh, a love story yeah. than it is a boxing story. Yeah. So to just to uh, also reinforce that, the actual fight, the movie's one hundred and twenty minutes, two hour movie, right? Yeah. The fight is just nine minutes of yeah. the movie. So it's not. I know he's training and everything, but. Most of the fight is that's not what boxing. I meant Remember earlier. You were saying earlier? You, it's not. It's a long boxing. road. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now the film, because if you go into it thinking it's a boxing movie, yeah, no, well, that's it's not. why it feels yeah, like a not. long road. Well, I reckon that's why it won Best Picture because it had it had more heart than people thought. That's right. Yeah. Uh, there was also, of course, famous. The famously has seven sequels. Uh, Rocky Two came out two years later, seventy uh, three years later, seventy nine. Rocky Three was nineteen eighty two. Rocky Four was eighty five. Rocky Five was ninety. Rocky Balboa was 2006, so 16 years had, had gone between five and Rocky Balboa. And then Creed was made in 2015 and Creed 2 in 2018. 
honestly, yeah. How much money is this bloke made out of it? Well, wow. he really he he set up his career because then he made yeah. all these other movies. He made Fist, he made Paradise Alley. Then he goes on to make the sequel. Then and and the sequel, by the way, he write wrote and directed the sequel. So he became a director as well. Yeah, he directs, right. I think, two, three, and four. He directs yeah. and wrote. So he became like this 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 powerhouse, like t- biggest star in the and world. And I assume, by the way, being on the base rate of pay for Rocky, he was also clipping the ticket on the on the profit. I'd say he would have had a cut there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you notice? Now, how good at maths are you? Not great. Remember when he's doing the winner's share? The winner's share, 65 yeah, I was bucks. going to ask whether we should get a yeah. calculator out. Less $15 for <coughs> use of Locker and Corner Man, $5 for use of shower and towel, 7% tax. In the end, he gets a total of forty fifty five. The 7% of $65 is $4.55. So taking that off no, the other... No, 7% of the, of the two charges. 7% of $65 is $4.55. No. So did you work that's this a percentage. out? Yes, I did. Okay, what's well, wrong? So the, he, the it should be forty forty five, not forty fifty five. I'll tell you how you're wrong. Yeah. it's what well, There's two charges. The uh, locker, locker fee. Locker and towel. Yep. And the corner man. It's, it's those two charges. Yeah. It's seven percent of those two. I thought it was seven percent of the whole lot. No, it's seven percent. Well, it's seven percent of the whole lot it's because the sales tax. Yeah, no, but seven percent of the whole lot because they get it. They get it wrong by ten cents. It's not like if they got if it was seven percent of those two, he'd get a lot more money at the end. No, I don't yeah. think so. Spider Rico though did receive the correct amount, so his his accountant he's was a lucky uh, he's man. fine. Yeah. Uh, here's a continuity. It's just thing. another lesson to America. Just yeah. put the tax on the yeah. on the just bill. Do it. Stop yeah. adding it on. Yeah, idiots. Um, here's a continuity. Did you notice? Oh, where okay. pretty big one, and it only comes from watching it 500 times, like I have. Yeah. When Mickey comes to Rocky's apartment, yes, knocks on the door, and the number of the apartment is two. Yeah, the shot then from the inside where Rocky's letting him in, no number on the door. Ah, oh, spewing. Yeah, it's pretty obvious continuity error there. Um, one of the, I don't know whether the thumbnail of the poster you saw of the Rocky movie. Mm, mine was black and white. The silhouette. like this one. Yeah, the silhouette, though, was of Rocky holding hands with Adrian. That's the most famous one. Oh, okay. So it has that Rocky, and it has a silhouette of Rocky walking backwards, walking from behind and holding hands with Adrian. Now, that scene was shot, but not used. The scene uh. of them walking off out of the arena to back right. to the dressing room holding hands. That was shot, not used in the film, but they decided a, a shot of it, the silhouette of it, they used on the poster. Yeah, right. Yeah, so people are thinking, hang on, when did that happen in the movie? <laughs> that didn't happen in the movie. Or they filmed it, but they didn't use it. Yeah. yeah. The shot where Rocky's celebrating on top of the steps. Now, you know what? I've got to say, I never noticed this until this review. Yeah. You'll notice, remember when he does, he flies up the steps the second time and he's celebrating on top? There's a, there's a shot of him where it's kind of zooming in on him. Yes. And he's on top of the steps. That little four, five-second sequence was actually run backwards uh. because the, the initial thing was zooming out, but they wanted it to zoom in to time with the music. Yeah. Right? Bill Conti has confirmed this in his interviews that that's exactly what they did. And if you notice it, he's at the very top of the stairs and he, and he does this like he's like, – instead, yes. instead of doing this – he does this. His arms go backwards, and it kind of looks like he's doing yeah. something. But he, in actual fact, he was punching, but because it went backwards, he looked like he was running his arms the other That's way. Funny. And so that was actually the five second bit that they wanted to the zoom in to coincide, sync with the music. music. Yeah. And honestly, till this watch, I never realised. Then I watch it. I think, yeah, that is backwards. That little bit. You you have a look at it. People who know this movie well will know what I'm talking about. 
Well, that brings us to the end of it, mate. Wrap up and rating. What do you reckon? Easily the end of our longest movie podcast ever. <laughs> yep. Wow. I did, that that flew by. Yeah. That flew by. For you. We're as long as the movie. <laughs> exactly. Wow. I was just going to wow. say, we've gone as oh long my as God. the movie. I had no idea. Mate, it's a 9 out of 10 for me. Great movie. Awesome story. I love the fact that it was kind of just raw and shot on everyday streets. and didn't, Oh, yeah. It wasn't over... You know, you know, in Hollywood, they just try too hard sometimes yeah. with street scenes. Well, or, they did know, have lim- this movie had its limitations. It had a limited budget, limited a, time. a star that no one had heard of. It had they took a punt on this, and all the little decisions they made all worked in its favour, and they just captured lightning in a bottle. Don't you reckon it was just yeah, this totally. incredible thing? Great movie. Wow. Well, out of ten, what'd you say? Nine. Oh, yeah, you're a genius. Well, mate, it's a ten for me. You know that. I Next do. week, uh, we're going to be watching. The Untouchables, oh. based on the story of Elliot Ness and Al Capone, starring Kevin Costner, oh. Robert De Niro, oh, directed by Brian De Palma. See, this is one that yeah. oh, you sold, you've sold me already. This is awesome movie. Oh. Now, what city is the backdrop for The Untouchables? I'll be honest, never heard of the movie. A, so. New, we, we've been there. A, New York. <laughs> yes. B, San Francisco. Okay. C, Chicago. Yeah. D, L, A. I'm going to say Chicago. Boom. Great. How do you know that? I, 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 I kind of gave it away that we'd no, been there. No, we've been to all those cities. Yeah, I know we have. Um, but it yeah. feels like a. there's something gangster about Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. So, yeah. Remember when we were in Chicago with Apple? Yeah. I did. The, I went to all these places oh, and took yeah. photos, you know, did my comparison photos. So next photos. week, the show's <laughs> going to be just as long as this one. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but... I think that was an enjoyable ride. It was a great ride. That went great really movie. quick for me. I hope it went quick for you too. I can't wait to watch the sequels. Yeah, we'll watch them together. Bring it on. Love it. Thanks a lot, mate. Talk next week. See you then.